back ladies and gentlemen it is thursday it's july the 9th 2020 it's another technical alpha podcast hope you are all doing well and are healthy and happy as much as humanly possible in the midst of satan's post taco bell shit stain that is this entire year I'm looking across at my screen at a very much shorter-haired Maximus Black. Hey. What's going on? How you doing this week? I'm doing all right. Finally uh, shaved my head. I just buzzed it this morning. I was getting tired of looking at it. It was getting, it was getting pretty stupid. I actually, can say, so. uh, yeah. It, I mean, you know, I, I was starting to, it was starting to grow on me. It's starting to grow? Hey, starting hey to grow. I, didn't, I didn't mind it. Uh, it was just the color was getting all crazy. I think I'm going to grow my hair out again. Just but, no color. Um, just no color, and you know I might like trim it up a little bit to kind of yeah, yeah. get an actual look going. But yeah, and it's summertime, so it's just fucking hot, and with all the hair, it's just it's I don't just have feels- that problem anymore. My hair, my hair is so thin now that it's it's fresh to death all the time. Breeze goes by, it's just oh, straight through, not a problem. <laughs> fucking, I'm gonna be aerodynamic soon. Shit's gonna, I'm not even gonna need a helmet. It's gonna be glorious. I'm having a beer. I see that. Yeah, what I, kind? Of, what kind? Not that we're sponsored, but what are we? What are we rocking Cor- today? It's just a Coors Light. It's all oh, I have okay. in my fridge. It's nothing. Is, is nothing that, great. Is that the special one where the uh, the mountains get? Yes. Get it, blue. Like, it gets blue. Let you know it's cold. It's optimum drinking. <laughs> I remember when I first saw the commercial for that, and I was like, "That might be the dumbest thing I've ever seen." <laughs> as if because i'm trying to think of their market right or like any almost any beer drinker like can you imagine the market that drinks coors light going man i need to know if my beer is an optimum drinking temperature no Ain't, no nobody drinking no. coors light is wondering that question They're, they'll drink that shit piss warm as long as it's beer that's all yep. matters at that point yep. beards looking thick to, i haven't shaved and i i actually don't know I, I don't know the last time I trimmed it up. I should probably do that, especially since Saturday we're going. Uh, it's a, a, oh no, not this Saturday, but next Saturday is a combo birthday of oh. of M and one of her friends as well. They have a birthday close enough that they, a little combo. And thankfully, Space uh, Godzilla has been minimized here to the point where you can have 10 people without worrying about social distancing and all that shit. So we'll, uh, we'll take advantage of that while it's still a thing. Yeah. Go and have that little soiree. Uh, but this week, got another great uh, show lined up for you as always. You'll never hear any different from me, but before we jump into all the gaming stuff, I need to hear Jeff say it's been just another week. Mr. Black, how was your week? It's just another week. <laughs> it's just another week. Today I went out and got Kai a new pair of sneakers. Oh, that's right. And yeah, I saw that on Twitter. Yeah, he um he outgrew his last one, so uh his last pair, so went out and got him a new pair. Um Yeah, that that's pretty much it. Uh our pool is finally like swimmable. 
Oh, nice. So, yeah, it's a little cold right now. So uh, we have like the top off to have the sun kind of heated up. Um, we have a heater for it, but it seems like a waste um, to just burn a bunch of power heating a pool when it's hot. It's the summertime. Out. It's the summertime. So if you can jump in a lake. You can, can sure shit jump in a swimming pool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. What about you? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just another week for me as well this week. Nothing crazy. Uh, uh started playing, um, Need for Speed Heat. I saw is that. the current review title for, uh, for me while I wait for bigger and better things to come along. Um, and, uh, you know, so far it's a Need for Speed game. Um, yeah, I watched you, I watched you play it, I think yesterday actually for, a little bit probably like 15 20 minutes and i just saw you like ramming a cop car over and over and over again <laughs> uh, yeah that was uh, and, uh i had to disable the cop car and once he was disabled i took full advantage to continue beating up his car for a bit i saw that and then the uh, game crashed to desktop yeah i'm gonna be honest that game looks uber generic really bland and boring and um you know you know what it reminded me of it reminded me of like when you go and play a game that you liked as a kid and then you go back and you play it now and you realize it's not a very good game. Um, it's pretty much like that. It's not inaccurate. You know, the, the craziest thing about this game is that um, the voice acting is better in this game than any AAA game I've played in probably the last five years. Damn. It's actually so good that it stands out like a sore thumb. Like every you're you're you forget you're like I'm playing a Need for Speed game. Why do they have these these voice actors fully suited up? Like you can tell they did the full suit up. The so they did mocap and acted it all out. This wasn't a booth. Mm. They did the full mocap for these scenes for sure. And if not, then the animators are also gods and should probably work on another fucking game. But. Uh, that's the standout. Doesn't make any sense to me. Is the the voice acting is by far uh, the standout in that game. Graphically, it looks good. It's not ugly. It's not great. There's a lot of texture pop in. If you like, look behind you. You know, rear view mirror look, and then look forward. Just doing that, you'll see the shit pop back in every time. It's just like pop in all over the place. Um, and uh, optimized like shit. I can't get it even on medium settings to run above like 80 frames, 90 frames on a 2080 TI. So Rip. not the most optimized game in the world either. Um, and then the driving, which is in a need for speed game. I don't know if you know this, an integral part of a need for speed game would be the driving experience. The driving experience is universally shite. Mm. <laughs> uh, where, uh, they decided that their arcade version was as soon as you go into any corner, you double tap the gas, almost like you're playing Cruise in USA at the movie theater. You know, you can double tap, but you like do a little kickstand type. Whoa. Yeah. Like that, except instead of doing that, you do a drift. And so, uh, and that's how you keep your speed around corners in the game. The problem with that is, is that there are lots of corners where drifting around them is not a good idea. You're mm. on, you get this tiny little space. You're trying to drift an entire fucking car. Uh, it, it's not good. You want to slow down, slow in fast out of a corner. You want to treat it like a track race. You can't do that because your car will inevitably go sideways like every fucking time. You can't feather the gas. You can't feather the brake. Can't fuck. 
So it's 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 pretty shit. And then all the cars end up handling almost exactly the same. Whether I was in a, uh, my first car was a Nissan 180SX, drove almost identically to my now fully souped up uh, Lotus Elise, which is like basically a GT race version of the Lotus Elise at this point. Which you couldn't get any polar fucking opposite than a 180SX and a track a, a track Exig uh, or Exige. So fucking weird. Anyway, it's not the worst racing game I played, but it's also not the best. And once you've played uh, Forza Horizon 4, which this game tries to borrow and fails, but tries to borrow a lot from, <laughs> you're fucked. You're pretty, you're pretty fucked. Uh, so other than that, that was about it. I've just been playing that and, and uh, doing some stuff around the house, you know, family stuff. Emma's getting really close to her exam time, so we're just kind of um, reviewing, you know, all of her shit, her mm-hmm. RN test and whatnot, so... Uh, that's been a, uh, a thing and, and, and that's been it. Otherwise that's, oh, we had sushi. Ooh. We stopped in and we took, we had takeout, uh, cause Ooh. we didn't know it was open, uh, for sitting down, but we had some sushi. It was fucking delicious. First sushi of like three months yes. was yep. incredible. Yeah. Fucking incredible. And I'm going to definitely, before everyone ruins this nice little lull we have right now, definitely going to have to go back a couple more times. Hell yeah. And get in on that action. Get it in now while you can. Get out and get shit done. That's right. Um, so, let's talk about some video game news, Jeff. The first thing, right off the, right off the rip. Mm. Yesterday, I turn on Twitter, which is more and more rare for me these days because, holy shit, uh, but one of the first things I see, Ninja, with no contract, streaming on YouTube. Played some Fortnite with Tim the Tatman, uh, and, um, uh, fucking, uh, what's his name from 100 Thieves, Jack, mm. uh, and Dr. Lupo, I think. Uh, stream there. First thing I want to do, obviously, want to see what are the view numbers like for uh, for an off-contract, off-the-cuff, one-hour lead time ninja streaming. Over 100,000 people is the answer to that question. What do you think his his play was there? Was his play with no contract to just, because he only did, it was like an hour and 40 minutes. Yeah. Was it was this Ninja go this is my th- cuz this is my thought. This was Ninja going on YouTube from what to one to test the waters himself. See what he's going to get. And two, if he blows it out of the park like he obviously just did, if he goes to YouTube and says, "Hey, my first stream with almost no lead up and it was only an hour and a half, like 3 million views." What are we talking right now? What do you think his ploy was doing a, a super short stream, <laughs> drinking what looked to be fucking champagne, playing Fortnite <laughs> on YouTube? Uh, yeah, I think it's I think it's just that. I think he uh, for one, I think he's probably going a little stir crazy. He's probably bored because um, he hasn't streamed in a while. And I can tell you from a streaming standpoint, if you don't stream for like two, three days, you feel it. For him, it's been longer than that. It's been quite some time now. Um, and I'm sure he's shopping around. Um, my guess is, is 
it was a two it was a two way thing. It was him seeing how well he can do personally, and then also him uh, using that as data to give to YouTube. Um, it might have even have gone as far as YouTube requesting that he do a live stream um, in negotiations so that they could see the type of numbers he can really bring in. Because my guess is, is they're already in uh, conversations now. Oh, and 100%. They're, 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 I mean, even before he went live, guaranteed his agents uh, are already talking with YouTube and working out a deal. And this might have actually just been part of getting to the finish line where it's like, hey, we want to see what kind of numbers you can really we you can do now obviously ninja um did the right thing because if he wants to pop his numbers he gets guys like tim guys like courage and lupo to collaborate stream with him at the same time so that way they're also promoting him while he's in this this hour i also believe that's why he only did an hour and some change and not three four six hours because that'll lower his average view count down um, so it's better to just get a nice little screenshot, especially after the hype. YouTube's probably going to know that there, it is some artificial hype, uh, when things do die down. I mean, I think he peaked at almost 200,000 viewers at one point. Um, my guess is, is probably for the first week or so, it will be around a hundred thousand and then it'll probably dwindle down to around 30, 30 to 50,000 concurrent. Um, the reality is his, all of his subscribers are on YouTube. And um, it's 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 a way better play, in my opinion, for him to sign with YouTube than to go back with Twitch if uh, he has a problem with Twitch in any way. Like they already, you know, there's been some butting of the heads publicly. I don't know where they stand. Um, obviously, big money can, you know, you can work around those business is business. But ultimately, I think this was a test. Um, I think it was a very successful test and I don't think we're going to see him stream again until he announces that he's with YouTube. Um, if he does stream again, it'll probably be another very short stream and, and that'll be the show. I don't think you'll see him grind an eight, 10 hour stream until he is under contract with, um, some sort of, uh, streaming service. So, uh, I think you hit it on the head. Yeah. It was a test. I think it's just yeah. a, it's a play. Well, we'll wait and see. I I don't think we're going to have to wait very long. I suspect no. this is going to be tied up within next the week. next uh, week next or so. Week. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we'll we'll have some sort of announcement video thing or whatever the fuck. Uh, it, shit. At this point, it might not even be a video. He might just go on Twitter and be like, "I'm I'm I'm on. I'm Team YouTube." I mean, Courage is already part of YouTube. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The reason why he was there. Um. Yeah. I think that's what's going to happen, and it's going to be for big money. Yeah, I do. You think it'll be as big? I don't think it'll be as big as Mixer's uh, pay, but I think it will be for a lot of money. It's I hear like it's, it's it's hard it's hard to to say because the reason the reason I would say it would be the same is because he's pulling. He he can go listen YouTube. They paid me thirty million dollars for a two year contract. Um, I was getting concurrent 5,000 to 7,000 viewers, right? And that's a good day for Ninja on Mixer. I'm coming over to YouTube where I already have millions of subscribers, 
uh, you guys need streamers, and I am literally bringing in 20 times the amount of viewership of what I did from Mixer to here. So why would I take less than what I took over there? I said no to Facebook for 60 million. Why would I say yes to you for 10 or for 15? Um, unless there's such a big upside on the back end where he is get where his CPM rates are like top, top CPM rates. They can give him like full five dollars for the for the subscription, the paid subscription. I have no idea. But something tells me it'll be the same uh as before. I and if it's less. I think it's going to be uh, his requirements will be less simply from the amount of numbers he brings in. And it might actually be this is how much content we need you to provide on your channel in the run of a month opposed to we need you to stream 40 hours a week for two years. That's the only way I see him taking less money at this point is just a less load. And um, yeah, because if not 20 times, even 10 times the viewership, you know, you want to go down to that between 30 and 50,000 concurrent mm. still 10 times more than what he was getting over at mixer yeah i don't i yeah so how i look at it and why i think it's not going to be as much uh, at least in cash uh is that is that the numbers meant more to mixer than the numbers mean to youtube as nice as it would be for youtube to lock up ninja for their streaming platform uh <clears throat> youtube with or without ninja perfectly fine youtube is making so much fucking money right now, especially since they've doubled and tripled down on their ad, uh, their ads now. Mid-roll ads are getting changed. There's a lot of shit going on, and the creators are getting paid less on ads. So YouTube is making just ass loads of money right now. Would it be nice? Yes. Do they need him? No. Um, the fact that he turned Facebook down for $60 million, I think, is also a flag, as much of a flag to YouTube that it may be about money. For him, as much as it's not only about money, I think that they know that if he went to YouTube, even if it's $60 million, I think that they know that, that to Ninja, Ninja's brand means a lot to him, and going to Facebook would have fucking nuked that. It wasn't going to kill him. It was going to nuke that brand from orbit. Facebook is where you go to die. You take your bag, you go home, and you don't get more bags. You get Streaming. one bag... Streaming wise, but he still would have been very relevant on YouTube, right? Yes. YouTube wouldn't have been affected. Yes, no, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Big numbers on yes. YouTube, huge numbers. And 100%. think about it, hundred percent. He signs, he signs a deal with Mixer for thirty million. The problem is, is Mixer is never getting their money back. They lost, yes. a lot of money. Yeah, YouTube pays Ninja thirty million. Yeah, they get that money back. It's yeah. already proven. He's all he already brings it in. Yep. That one stream, two point eight million views on one stream. You know what yep. I mean? You know, I, I I have a I had a video on my on my personal YouTube channel that had a million views. I got eight thousand dollars in revenue from that. Yeah. You know, I, if Ninja's streaming five days a week and they're getting a million a million views a pop, I mean, just just the revenue alone off ads is ridiculous. Um, and then not only that, him having people on the stream all the time is going to have him, uh, have them watch more of his YouTube videos and so on and so forth. So, you know, and not only that YouTube, believe it or not, um, is a really great place for sponsorships. A lot of companies they're, 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 they're getting onto Twitch now and, and it's becoming a thing. But well, YouTube find, has always been the king yeah, of, of sponsorship deals. I find sponsors are way more willing 
to dump big money on a YouTube video than what they are on Twitch. They value curated video a lot more than a live lot more video. Than live. Yes. I'm not saying you can't get paid good money on Twitch because trust me, you can. You can, yeah. But the YouTube money for some of the ads, um, just because they have an old way of thinking, they're 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 you know they got old media. It's it it's it's YouTube is sort of that hybrid of of mix between new and old, where where the old can kind of see it. It's there. It's vaunted. Um, they can they can watch it. People that miss it can watch it. So. Yeah, I, I, YouTube gets. To, I actually believe that if YouTube paid Ninja sixty million, which would not happen, I'm thinking it'll be another thirty million dollar deal. Um, even if they pay them sixty million bucks for two years, I think YouTube makes all that money back. I think it's a good investment. I would um, say. I would say. Move. So I, I would say that if he gets thirty million dollars again, that it will be more performance based than raw cash. Yeah, like Mixer would have been raw cash oh, pretty yeah. much. I think that if he signs a deal for $30 million to, to match his mixer deal, that it's going to be more tied to, um, uh, like, we're going to give you a higher rate on your subs. We're going to give you, a, and, and, and tie it so that whatever he does, he can make the money up to a cap of whatever, but he has to, whatever he does, it, will end, up, it. it will end up being as beneficial or more so for YouTube to do it it's it's like it's like offering a ceo shares in the company you want the shares to be valuable so it incentivizes them to do good work to to you know to create that environment so i think it'd be closer to that than just a what he got at mixer which was just a raw dog fucking fat stack of money uh and and said stream six hours you know a day or some shit like whatever the fuck it was five days a week so uh yeah, and then I could see that for sure. But if it was just raw cash, I would be surprised if it was that big of a uh, of an investment for YouTube. Uh, I think I think Twitch would have to pay more in cash than YouTube would have to pay in cash, um, just because of their relationship that you talked about earlier uh, being the way that it is. Um, but Dude, you know, Ninja, I think Ninja just does better on YouTube. I, 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 I do too, which is why I, I, when when he yeah. when Mixer went down, I said there, I, I still think he's going to end up on YouTube. It's the yep. place where he makes the most money. He's already and got Trout a massive. He's yeah. got in Trout on Twitch. He's got a massive following on YouTube already. It's a younger yep. market on YouTube. That's yep. where all the fucking highlights of That's every fucking Fortnite thing is. You go you go to YouTube. That is his market, and yep. so for him, it makes perfect sense to just go to YouTube now. Put up with the fact that YouTube's back in for streaming is un, unadulterated bullshit, awful. Besides that, he makes way more money on YouTube, and yep. and I think that's where he's going to inevitably go, regardless of the deal. He could he could get paid like it could get to the point where Twitch doesn't want to pay him to come back. It's like you want to come back here to Twitch, you come here on your own accord. We'll give you your fucking sponsor. You'll, we'll give you your your partnership, obviously, back and your rates. And you're just off, but we're not paying you cash. YouTube could say the same thing. I still think he goes to YouTube oh, at the 100%. end of the day. Hundred percent, dude. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have Evo 2020 is fully canceled now. So it was on the rocks, uh, up and down for a bit as uh, as the game companies were pulling out of the event one after the other. So it was Capcom pulled out, Bandai Namco, Nether Realms pulled out. That's pretty much their their all the flagship fighters gone 
right off the rip, you're talking about Street Fighter and you're talking about Mortal Kombat and shit. That they're already in Rocky's situations. That was all after the CEO was uh, a, 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 or a, allegedly had been exposed to have um, sexual me. abuse. It's another one of the things that we're seeing everywhere else. This happened to come out here for Evo. Uh, the guy was saying nothing. And, I, and to my knowledge, I still think he hasn't said anything. Just been buttoned up. He's gone. CEO of Evo is gone now. Uh, but Evo is canceled. They can't fucking resurrect it. Uh, maybe they come up with a way of doing it later on. I don't, I don't fucking know, but for now it's gone. Um, and, uh, yeah. Oh, he admitted to it pretty much. Okay. I, I, I didn't see that. So I'd never want to say outright if I haven't seen it personally, but if he did, then if that is the case, well, there you go. And it would explain why he was removed as a CEO, um, and replaced by somebody else. So that event is done. So no Evo for, uh, for this year. You're going to have to get your fighting game fix somewhere else, which the fighting game community has, in general, especially the Smash community, is just a five-alarm fucking fire right now, which I forgot to put in here. <clears throat> and so I will shoehorn that in by saying, holy fuck, Sky Williams, what? Did you see any of this shit, bro? Uh, yeah, I've been... I, I've been uh seen a little bit on Twitter. I haven't... I, I know that he, he, he allegedly... Uh... I don't even know if it's allegedly at this point. Bro, but I, I, bro, I will be fully confident in saying that the majority of this shit ain't fucking allegedly. People don't just come out and be like, this motherfucker owes me $55,000. You don't just throw that shit around. And apparently, according to that guy, he owes somebody else individually even more than him. And those are just two cases. Somebody did a running total, and if all of them haven't been paid off as of yet, which they all said they haven't been... Then he's north of three hundred grand in a five-year period, running the sky mansions and shit, the sky houses and all that stuff, and then all of the weird fucking like power dynamic uh, shit and weird kind of situations happening in these houses that he says he's never around at the houses, so he's like trying to separate himself entirely from all these issues. Just a fucking rabbit hole, bro. And then I had people message me from my community who are part of the fighting community and the smash community specifically who were like yeah he's an asshole everyone like the old the old, you know, old guard smash players have all I, known this forever bro bro I, I don't think i've ever talked about this but i actually did you have, have a run-in with sky oh yeah oh, oh yeah oh spill yeah the, spill the beans um I, i'll i'll be i'll be uh general because it's been so long now uh uh from the specifics actually i'm sure if i Did actually hard opened, enough <laughs> i know i'm sure if i opened up my skype and i went and i go and i look at the history assuming it's still there um let me see uh might have been on my other account. I still actually do have him on here, but I can't. Uh... So, so anyway, um, I can confirm. Um, the guy's a dick. Um, uh, and I and I'm and I'm not just saying that. I, I'm I'm saying that from you don't say from, that lately. That has to that yeah, has to, something uh, has from, to happen from my own from my own uh, experience with him. Um. Remember when I used to play League of Legends? So I got into League of Legends. Yeah, he was uh, big in the league community for a, was, a short while. At the time, yeah. at the time, he was relatively known 
in the league community. I didn't really know too much about the guy, um, but found out about his stream, tuned in a couple of times, watched a couple of his YouTube videos when I was just getting into, into League of Legends. So um, I ended up getting invited to go out to, um, I forget what it's called now, but remember when I went out to Germany? I flew out to Germany and I did a League of Legends. Yeah, I remember that, uh, yeah. Basically a taping. It was like a... It was like a like a TV show almost, but yeah, yeah. Um, they flew myself and um, a whole bunch of people, Phantom and Dingle, and um, who else was there? Man, a whole bunch of people flew us out there, um, and I got it through somebody, but Sky for whatever reason, I don't. I and I, and once again, I'm being a little cloudy on on all the very specifics. And it's not all that important, but essentially Sky had reached out to me. He added me on Skype and he basically presented this as an opportunity uh, for me to go. Now, I don't know if he was in charge or part of this whole campaign or whatever that I don't know, but I was supposed to be paid. Uh, I do believe twelve hundred bucks, um, which was basically covering my. Uh, my four days of streaming essentially when I when I had worked out your day rate hey, you know I'm gonna yeah it's like three hundred dollars for my day rate I'm gonna miss out like three hundred bucks a day um that's what I wanted to get reimbursed plus they were paying uh for the hotel and the flight um so you know it was it was fine I went out to that place um I did the show it was fun I had a good time everybody treated me very very well um he Sky wasn't there or anything. Uh, but anyway, when I came back and stuff, um, and once again, the details, obviously details are important. So that's why I'm not really going into, I'd have to dig o- up old shit. Uh, and it's really not all that important. Basically what I'm saying is ever since then, um, sky almost, um, tried to take ownership of my success. He, um, he almost tried to control in a way, uh, what I was doing, uh, without really, uh, flat out just saying it. I remember him vaguely saying like, if it wasn't for me, you wouldn't, you wouldn't be where you're at or you wouldn't. I remember it just came off very like, dude, what the fuck? Like I've been, I've been doing this a long ass time. He was dropping N bombs and things like that. And it's like, he's a black guy. I'm a black guy, but it was just like, I don't really know you like that. And it was very, um, he was just a fucking dick. Uh, that, that's what I remember of him. And I, I remember I had gotten attitude with him about the way he was talking to me and, 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 and things like that. And essentially we just never spoke again. He like unfollowed me on everything. He basically like, uh, once, I guess maybe once he realized, uh, I wasn't like, I wasn't, he wasn't able to control me or like, uh, or, or, or his impression, like it, it's, I don't remember the the, the details because once again this happened like six. It was back in 2014, right? So six years ago. But uh, essentially, he was just a prick. Uh, he was just an asshole in almost every conceivable way. Um, really nice up front, like oh man, this guy is like really kind. Um, he's got he's got my back. He's uh, do you know he's saying the right things, and then uh, it just on a dime. Like I mean, like dude went from super nice to dick. Uh, very, very quickly. And that was basically my experience with him. And I remember we had a, like a, a big chat on Skype 
um, and then never spoke to each other ever again uh, after that. So, um, yeah, that's like that was all, my experience with with him. Um, that lines up pretty much with what I was reading and was told um, in DMs and shit. It pretty much lines up with that. Is that he's he's a class A manipulator. Um, and so what it sounds like there is that as soon as he was, he immediately tried to take ownership of your success. That's a him. To some stig- degree. I don't yeah. want to, I, I don't want, I, I don't want to put, I don't want to make it seem. But within the league space, yes, the, yes. The, like that part, you being at Gamescom yeah. or whatever it was that you were at, like that, like that. I forget the name to, of the event. I don't trying think it was to Gamescom. take, trying to take that, uh, little, little bit of that, uh, there is, is him trying to get a foot in the door. Yeah, and then testing, he's like. testing the water. Exactly. We're seeing how does this person respond to this? Do they respond meekly? If they respond meekly, I can push the issue a bit more. I can then see what I can get out of this person to further myself is what he's testing the waters for. I didn't even get paid, bro. They never paid me ever. They Fuck. like they, they like went under some shit. And I don't know if nobody got paid, but I most certainly didn't get paid. I tried to get paid for like three, four months. Uh, basically it was just like a free trip to Germany for two days. Well, the, it, was the, good, it was a good time and I got to go to Berlin. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, the craziest allegation, which I'm going to go with, it actually happened was the $55,000, uh, event there, uh, where apparently this was, you know, they had, uh, he had like briefly known sky before from the community and, uh, they, uh, uh, he, I'm trying to like how, how to like make this shorter. So he, um, in any case, Sky and this guy's mom were getting along well. Uh, like like they were because they were around a lot together and they were playing uh you know games competitively and whatnot. And uh, and then at some point, this gentleman's mother passes away, uh, from. I think it was breast cancer. I want to say like she had fought it for like uh, a long, like many years. Eventually, unfortunately, so succumbed to to breast cancer. Sky was obviously very much well aware of this fact, and then uh, and he was aware of the fact that this guy and his family were relatively financially well to do, and um, and so he then comes to this guy, um. I, from what it sounds like around the, t- it sounds like, you know, when the sky went from being like, you know, like he was on Twitter a lot. He was like making a lot of content, whatever. And then he just like went fucking a wall. It was like, he just disappeared. I don't even remember the catalyst for that, but it sounds like it happened around this time or close to it. Anyway, it comes to, it t- comes to this guy says, bro, I'm in deep. I owe the IRS a lot of money. If I can't uh, pay them off, then my whole career is done. This is done and gone and over. And then he doubles up on it and says, the reason why is because I've been paying for my dad's cancer treatments. And uh, obviously to a, to a guy who within the last like year or so just lost his mother to cancer, who would have, who had also had been helping with her payments to do that shit, that's going to strike a chord with him. And he's relatively in on... Uh, you know, in, in like a relatively friendly place with Sky, says, okay, 
lends him the 55000 with the understanding that he was going to start paying back a certain amount every month, etc., etc., after a grace period for him to get himself under, you know, his feet underneath of him, start making content again, and then pay this guy back. As it turns out, um, so that, that money never uh, got back to him. Not even like a cent, apparently, of, of that. And the uh, then it was something about Sky have uh, like said that his dad, if I'm, and Chad can correct me, but I'm pretty sure this is it. Sky said that his dad lied to him about having cancer and used the money for a penis surgery. What? If I'm not mistaken. And Chad can correct me if I'm wrong there, but I'm pretty sure that was the story. Story just got weird, bro. Um. Penis surgery. Yes. Oof. And so, so basically, I mean, you could have you said he lied, and then uh, you know he went and bought a car. The fact that he said that his dad used surgery? it for penis surgery tells me I he's mean, just fucking. But his dad never I mean, had cancer. Yeah. So Sky's dad never had cancer. Then Sky claimed his dad lied about cancer and they used the money for penis surgery. Yeah, there it is. What kind of penis surgery? Is he getting a large man or was I guess. he? Uh, I don't fucking or, know. Or you know, was he getting a, Was he getting it smaller because it's too large? Dude, I want to let you know right question. now that that penis surgery never happened, and he used that fifty-five <laughs> grand from one of his many fucking Mick mansions that he ran, the Sky Mansions, the Sky Houses, uh, where all the rest of this shit that you know, in terms of of like power dynamics and and like uh, like a lot of allegations coming out there. Yeah. And so I, mean, listen, I, I I don't know the dude very well. I only can go by the uh, yeah, we only go by what's becoming yeah, out. Yeah, and 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 my experience with them, you know, it it felt it felt a little manipulative. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. was it anything crazy? No. It was just like But I don't kinda, I, I personally think it only didn't get crazy because because you stifled them right off the bat. If you had been meek about it and he when he's poking and prodding intestine Maybe. I, then, I mean, I then he goes maybe. in it. But, but that's maybe. what the majority of these cases are, is him manipulating people, taking money from them, saying, you know, whatever. And then even with people that live in the same houses in one of his own houses, just like making it uh, uh, about him and then shaming the other person and like making it like this big fucking deal. So he came out and tried to have a stream about this here a couple days ago or some shit which he talked about a lot of this and then monetized it in the whole nine yards. And then eventually the stream got cut off because one of his roommates got tired of hearing him spout bullshit and pulled the plug on the router. And then all this, here's, here's my, here's my word of advice for all these people that are getting accused of a lot of things. And chances are you've done some shit and you're trying to like save face. Yeah. Stop streaming. (laughs) <laughs> don't don't stream because what you're doing is you're making it worse honestly you're making it worse don't stream all right you need you need to either uh think of a well thought out uh tweet longer and write something up that you can read over four or five times make sure it's spelled correctly the grammar's good You've conducted yourself because you go on stream and you're dealing with a whole bunch of people that are there to watch you fucking crumble and fall and they're poking the bear the whole time and you're reading comments 
and you start getting comfortable and you start saying stupid stuff, stop. Don't so, live stream. So even because <laughs> it's not worth it. Even you, you, better, people asked for a twit longer, he decided to stream. And then don't to further do that. to further make it worse, Jeff, despite monetizing and doing all that shit, he outed a bunch of, uh, a bunch of victims who weren't even ready to tell their story yet. Yeah, just don't just don't don't do any that's because don't do any don't go live. Don't do that, all right? I mean, listen. I, I'm not. I'm not here to 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 throw shade at Sky. I mean, I I, I I there's so much fucking drama going on. I'm just so tired of hearing all of it. It's just like <laughs> it's exhausting. It is. Uh, it's exhausting. You know what, dude? Sky isn't the only dick I've ran into in streaming. No. I've ran into dozens of assholes. I've ran into them at Twitch cons and packs. I, there's tons of people that are pricks. Um, it doesn't mean that I need to, you know, that everybody, like, not everybody's nice. Not everybody, you know, everybody. Well, there's kinda, a difference between being an asshole and then yeah. taking what is allegedly north of 300 grand in five years, paying nobody back, facilitating yeah, grooming and sexual yeah. shit with, with I mean, underage just, children in fucking mansions and shit. You get there's a line between yeah. asshole and full blown fucking narcissistic manipulative fucking cunt, which is essentially what Sky Williams is. There's a reason why he disappeared off the face of the earth, stopped making content. It's because he's been borrowing money and paying for all of his fucking uh, housemates' sushi runs and shit, and borrowing money end on end, going to Vegas, spending it all, and being a genuine asshole is what Sky Williams is. The fact that he went out and tried to drop that his dad lied to him about cancer to a guy who just watched his mother die to cancer to take 55 grand and say it's about penis surgery? Come the fuck on. If you're going to lie, at least make it a good lie for fuck's sake. No dad is out there fucking lying about cancer for dick surgery. Come the fuck on. That and I ain't make... trying to lose any inches. No. And I ain't trying to lose nothing. Fucking you ain't taking no inches from come me. Come on, bro. <laughs> fucking come on. And then you go out on stream after Twit Longer wins the poll just to be contrarian. And then you fucking run your mouth and spout bullshit. And then you out a bunch of fucking uh, sexual abuse victims who aren't ready to tell their story and then monetize it. Go fuck yourself. Preferably with perhaps the post penis surgery that you're so dedicated to telling everyone happened. The hell is wrong with you? Oh man, um, Adam's, Adam's on one. Ubisoft, <laughs> I'm on one. Sky's on ninety. Ubisoft getting rocked by many allegations of horrible anti-female misconduct uh, that has led to Maxine Bellin. Um, more of it uh, every week. Well, here's the thing. That's one of Ubisoft's co-founders. Oh, great. <laughs> It's, I mean, we can't escape this. It's been like three weeks in a row, four weeks in a row. It ain't going to stop anytime soon. So he's resigned now uh, after reports he choked a female employee at a work party. Yikes. Fuck. So there you go. So Ubisoft now is uh, taking some uh, precautions. But Ubisoft, outside of uh, streaming and whatnot, Ubisoft has had, like, uh, as to my knowledge, the most reports by their own people internally to the company about horrible, horrible fucking um, cultural issues within the company with the men and the women. And then, you, as you find out, apparently the co-founder strangles 
uh, a co-worker at a work party, and now he's gone. So I'm going to go with, that probably happened. <laughs> and he's gone. And he's gone. And he ain't coming uh, back. And he's, he's definitely not coming back. But he made his bagillion dollars, so. He did. He, he, made, he made several dollars. Early uh, retirement. Uh, <laughs> Please tell me good news is coming up next. I need some good news in my life. All right. Uh, PlayStation removes all ads from Facebook and Instagram in support of the Stop Hate for Profit movement, whereby Facebook as a company has been profiting off of hateful advertisements for God knows how long. Okay, uh, that's some decent news. Some good news. Fuck Facebook, by the way. And Mark Zuckerberg and Mark Zuckerberg, my dick. Uh, PlayStation doing that, and then we got Call of Duty removes the okay gesture, the okay hand gesture from Modern Warfare and Warzone for unspecified reasons, which I'm going to say the unspecified reasons are it has to do with the fact that the okay sign has been co-opted after it got memed into cultural, uh, uh, into being a cultural thing about white power symbols. I've never seen that. That's a thing. Doing the doing yes, the okay white sign? white power. It's night was. It's like you remember when Pepe Pepe got uh, got memed into uh, into being a a, a racist symbol. No. The frog, the Pepe, the frog. Remember when that was a thing that was like started up a couple years ago, and then uh, that was like you know it became like white power. People were like wearing fucking pet because basically 4chan runs the world if you're stupid enough to uh, buy into all that shit. So 4chan sparked that. 4chan sparking the okay hand gesture thing. And now, um, there you go. Okay. It's just like when 4chan made Oprah say, you know, we have, you know, 30,000 dicks and we're, you know, like, people need to be, uh, you know, there's, there's some people that don't know about the internet. The hand sign literally makes a P and a W, so white power. Ah, I see. Also, the O and the K that's been used in military for ages and ages and other places, but now, you know. Fuck me. Okay. If I hold my dick the wrong way, it, it forms a W and a P. Does that mean that I'm, I'm telling my, my fucking toilet that I'm white power every time I take a piss? Guess so. Oh, man. Oh, next up, we've got The Last of Us 2 voice actors. Sorry, dude, more bad news. Last of Us 2 voice actors getting a lot of unbelievable amounts of hate for their performances, specifically Laura Bailey, uh, who has uh, posted on Twitter... Uh, about, um, just, I mean, dude, it's bad. People have a really, I mean, we've seen this in, in, in movies as well. People have, and by people, I mean people who have a hard time tying shoes, putting pants on in the morning, and remembering to breathe, have a hard time separating characters from the actors that are playing said characters, and then, once more, the fact that those characters are not real. Laura Bailey getting uh, put out on Twitter said, "Man, I try not to. P- I try to only post positive stuff on here, but sometimes this is just gets a little overwhelming. I blacked out some of the words because you know spoilers. Side note: Thank you uh, to all the people sending me positive messages to balance it out. It means more than I can say. Here's a nice little taste of what she's been getting a lot of. Uh, I'm going to kill you because you blanked in uh, the L.A. of last uh, of the Last of Us Part Two. Uh, I'm going to find where you live and slaughter you for what you did." Uh, mark my fucking words. Uh, just want to say you should die, bitch. Fuck you. You ruined it. I hope your parents die by hard cancer after <laughs> wow. uh, killing my you know blank. This is, this, this is, this, these, I'm reading these comments. 
That you know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of some of the salty boys that I deal with in role play. That's yes, that's what it yeah. is. You know what it is? Is they cannot distinguish a character. That's what I was just saying. That's what I was character. just yes. Yeah, that is what I was saying. It's their 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 why in the actual fuck? Like just think about this for a second. At least with role play, like I'm in control of the narrative to a degree. You know, if there's something that I don't like. Yeah, Laura I Bailey is playing and reading a script that was given to her. She literally auditions for a part. She is uh, excited to get a job. She's excited to be part of a franchise that is so big. She is, was probably pumped for this game to finally come out and for people to enjoy it. And all she did was read a script, listen to her director, and did a fine job all at the same time. And the fuck boys are so wrapped up in the way they want the game to be yeah, that they despise the character so much that they actually have to go out of the way to follow and private message the human being that voice acted a digital character in a fucking video game. Mm. Death threats. Bro, every one of these people, jail. All of them. I'd put all them all. Them. I'd put them all in prison. All jail. That's that's. I, I mean, I'm pretty sure there are places that uttering a threat like that to somebody is in fact a criminal jail. offense. Yeah. So if you're gonna like take the time to go out of your way to go to a DM and tell somebody, I will find you and I will kill your kid for what? Uh, for that, yeah, no. just wait. Or well, no. fuck it, you, dumb bitch, go fuck yourself, or I'm going to no. find where you live and slaughter you for what you did. No, you're in jail, you're in jail, well, what you're you getting... Did? Like, fuck, think no. about, who with this stupid fucking moron that wrote this for what you did? Are you that fucking mental? Yes, he is mental. For there's, what you did? What, what no you other... did? She voice acted a character, or yeah. do you think that she actually, you know, killed somebody you like? Or... Did something in a game that, uh, in as 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 her character, she acted out something you didn't like. Yeah, you're fucking mental. And the only reason why one guy apologized is because he got outed in front of fucking a bajillion people. He needs to go to jail. You can't. Yeah, yeah, you can't. You can't. I don't care how shit. fucking dude. I've seen people on Game of Thrones die, and I was fucking salty. But do you think I would ever, for one, utter death threats to somebody for really any circumstance? It'd have to be pretty, it'd have to be pretty freaking serious. Or for me to even go out to the actor or actress and go out there and tell them I hate them or I want to do harm to them. Because the character they played killed or hurt a character that I liked. Well, here's, I've done. I've done. Hey, I've I've gone. I've I've gone out on podcasts, on Twitter, and I have I have publicly said my disdain for the writing of Star Wars, and I have directed. There's a difference the, between saying "go fuck yourself" yes. and "I'm going to find your address and slaughter yeah, yeah. you and your yeah, family." Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're, yeah. Like, the line's not have, fine. That line is that line is deep. 
if if you had a problem with the way The Last of Us Two uh, ended or started or wherever, uh, you know, take your dis like give it a bad rating. You know, tell people don't play it. If you want to go even further, go to Naughty Dog, go to the writers, and say, "Listen, you ruined my favorite. You ruined my favorite ex- uh, gaming experience." Tell them how you feel. Don't threaten them, but tell them you didn't appreciate what happened to your character. If you need to vent, maybe they'll listen. Maybe they'll try and make it right. Maybe they won't. But to go after the actors and actresses, you're fucking mental. Uh, uh, the, the, you Quite literally. I mean, I'm looking to see if they're in here. It's just insane, dude. Yeah, one of the, so one of the people, I'm not saying it was one of the people we just read off of there, the list there, but one of the people that sent one of those in, they found them, and obviously people countered that, and so they apologized, so I just want to say, and, uh, I just want to say and send my most sincere apologies to Laura Bailey, uh, I'm really a fan of this game, but when it happened at the beginning, I could not control myself. My psychological state became difficult. I could not breathe. But when I played with, uh, with Abby, dot, 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 and then Laura Bailey said, uh, I can't believe this even needs to be clarified, but at no point, uh, at no point in the game did I film any scenes, uh, with Neil. Everything I did was alongside phenomenally talented and professional actors. Play the game. Give your opinions. And if you still don't like it, that's fine. Love you. And that's when they responded with, just want to say, you should die, bitch. Fuck you. You ruined it. And that was the same two people. So, uh, or, or just slightly different people. Uh, but same idea. So, yeah, you know, it's... My favorite character died. I couldn't control it. I couldn't breathe. It doesn't, that's not an apology. Dude. You're, if, you, you need- if you're playing a game and you can't breathe and you're having an existential crisis over, the, you need medical help. You need a life, bro. You need to get the fuck out. You need to, like, leave the house and, like, just, I don't know, do anything. Because you're obviously mentally fucked. There's a difference between being disappointed and being heartbroken or whatever. But then, out of complete rage, you're going to go out and threaten somebody's life? An actress? Are you fucking stupid? That's uh, just insanity, dude. That, that's 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 you're into you're into you're into like medication and oh, intense yeah. therapy territory. You need help, dude. Yeah. You need help. You're part. You're actually you scare me because you're like the crazy dudes that they talk about in the news. Yeah, you know you're you're like a perfect candidate. People need to watch you because you're fucking crazy. That's what it is. It's it's and it's what a sin for the like what <laughs> she's and she and you know. She got a lot more than what she's showing. Oh, you know? way more. A lot more. A lot more. It's just, it's crazy, dude. It's wild. Speaking of uh, crazy people that are perfect for candidacy, Kanye West announced he's running for the presidency. No. I, I, I just had to throw that in here. It's just such, it's just hilarious, such hilarious news to me that I bro, had to throw it in there. Bro, I'd rather see Trump in office again. And Kanye West is, cr- I did I actually just say that out loud? I think you I did. did. I did, but you know what? I, I kind of mean it. <laughs> I, could you imagine, bro? At least 
people at least people in, in the in in the White House to a degree can control Trump to a degree. Kanye, Kanye, hell no. Kanye's his own man. Trump, Trump can Trump so oh. Trump's the kind of guy you can manipulate yes. indirectly, indirectly by playing to his ego. Exactly. Kanye, nah. Kanye's on a, on his uh, Kanye's nah. on the fucking moon, bro. Nah, dude is off his meds, basically getting milked by the fucking Kardashian family for all he's worth, and that's dude. You cannot. Dude has literally got mental issues, bro. He's he's been yes. like he legitimately has to take medication. I don't think he, he has died. been. No, that's probably why he's running for presidency. <laughs> I don't care how many Kardashians you have behind me. If my options are Trump or Kanye, I'm vote. I can't vote, but I'd be encouraging people to vote for Trump. That's how sad that is, bro. I love me some Kanye, bro. I love me some Kanye. But the, the the Kanye is the most powerful man on the planet. What? You think his ego's big now? Oh my god! You think his ego's big now? Imagine if he's the leader of the free world. Hells to the no, to the no no. I mean, at the at the very least, it would be entertaining as shit. I mean, it would be. I mean, I, I, you know what? That's what people said about Trump, and as it turns out, it wasn't particularly entertaining. No, it wasn't. It was sad. Yeah, it, it was, and it's I, and it's I, getting less and less entertaining the closer we get to the next I, election. I can't. No, he's bro. never going to win presidency. No, he's not, he's not even no. in the sense that we said that about Trump, but he's not because one, he didn't get himself on tickets early enough, and the only places, as far as I know, legally he can get written in are places where you can literally write in in a blank who you want to vote for. The yeah. shittiest part about that is that he may take just enough votes away from the Democratic side to give actually it. give Trump a chance yeah. in a world where it would be fucking mortifying that he could even possibly have a chance. Regardless, all I got to say to my all of my American friends, and I have many, is I am so fucking sorry. I am so sorry. And the follow-up to that is like I said, and I, people hate on me for this shit, but I said it eight years ago. America has ten years before it's literally a fucking dumpster fire. Guess what, motherfuckers? It is the seventh, eighth, ninth circle of hell in the U.S. right now. It's a third world country parading as a first world country. And it's only getting worse. You have a president, by the way, right now, who is whether he has the power to or not, threatening to pull funding out of schools if they don't force children to go back to school while the coronavirus is the worst in that country versus any other country on Earth. Some Kanye, people want to stay behind. I'm Kanye, saying... Vision 2020, is that his thing? I'm saying, I'm saying have some 2020 vision yourself and make sure it's not hindsight. The moment you can get the fuck out of the U.S., Get the fuck out of the U.S. I got a community member, Jeff, whose family just came, uh, who's from Vietnam originally, just came into a little bit of property. They're getting the fuck out of the U.S. The moment they're going back to Vietnam to get the fuck out of the U.S. And I don't blame them. Fuck. Me. Kanye How come Adam never talks bad about Trudeau? Trudeau is bad. Guess what? Pro Trudeau looks like a saint right now. Trudeau looks like the second coming of Jesus Christ. <laughs> if you're into that shit. Uh, in comparison to what's happened. 
Nobody here is out here praising the Canadian government for no. everything it does. We have Literally. lots of problems here, but guess what? Our list of problems is like a grocery list, comparatively speaking to the Anne Rand novel that you guys have in the fucking states. <laughs> Don't fucking compare. It's just not the same thing. It's not. Better by comparison, but not good. But better by comparison. Much like almost anything other than Kanye West is better by comparison to Donald Trump. Like, give me give me Dwayne The Rock Johnson, you know? Throw me some Dwayne, some Dwayne love, all right? Kanye West? Hell no. <laughs> it, ain't, it ain't fucking happening. It ain't happening. It Bro, I'll ain't. take Betty fucking White. <laughs> I'll take like, Betty White with Richard Simmons as the vice president. Oh man. Give me that. <laughs> what else we got, Adam? Fuck me. Uh the Xbox Game Showcase now has a firm date of July 23rd, uh which is as you would imagine, a Thursday. Now, thankfully, uh, it's earlier in the day, so we'll be able to watch it before the podcast and actually talk about it on the podcast. So that's a bonus. Nice. Um, and then the Halo Twitter account was making sure that everyone knew that Halo Infinite was going to be there. So we're going to see some Halo Infinite and Halo Infinite better bring the hammer, Jeff. It can't bring, it can't bring a trailer with some cinematics no. It's going to bring a trailer trailer with some mind-blowing cinematics mm. that stroke a fucking like nostalgia dick to the moon and then and then dump right into a 15 to 20 minute gameplay demo that literally blows my fucking mind like a watermelon against a brick wall. It mm. needs to be next level shit. We have seen nothing but that tiny trailer that they showed a, like a year or two ago. It's mm-hmm. been delayed multiple times. We've been hearing about departures and shuffles and everything else. There is so much what ifs about this game. Mm. And it is it is the last Halo, mark my fucking words, that people will give credit yep. for without waiting for it to be released. If they fuck this one up, Halo as a property is worth nothing. It's over. Following that, the Master Chief Collection is getting Halo 3, and nobody cares. You know why? Because they fucked the Master Chief Collection for the second time. They had a chance the first. We checked out. Second time, every release, the original Halo, massive issues, never got fixed. Halo 2, same issues in a lot of instances, and others, not fixed. Halo 3 coming. If you think that game isn't going to have some major issues that they say we'll eventually get around to, but we can't right now because we're all making a mad dash to try and get Halo Infinite ready for all this shit, ain't going to happen. Halo 3, going to have some major issues. And then everything after that, I think they're doing Halo 4. I'm not, I can't remember if they are or not. Or, oh no, it's not Halo 4. Maybe it's ODST. It's a failure. Again, and this was their biggest hype machine that they had leaning, uh, leading up to Infinite. They dropped the ball. Bro, it's hurt. The, the, the failures are so big that it's it's actually starting to be counterproductive to their new release. Yes, it's it's anti hype. Yeah, it's it's not good. <laughs> it's not good. I mean, maybe maybe it's like, hey, we'll give them all these shitty experiences, and then we'll actually give them a good one with the new game. <laughs> low, sending the low the bar low so the that it's low. easy to hop over it. 
And right. everyone's like, wow, incredible. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I was so excited for PC Master Chief Collection. They talked a big game, and they'd already done it once and fucked it up, so I was like, okay, they had the roadmap for how not to fuck it up this time. And they created a new map in the process and fucked it up in ways nobody thought they could, like entire audio tracks being useless. So that's new. Uh, but uh, we'll see. Hopefully, you know, they, I mean, they really don't have any more hype for Inf- Infinite anymore. Infinite's standing on its own now. So on the 23rd, when they show that off... It needs to be a 10 out of 10. Everything needs to come in and come up Halo. And we're going to find out in the not-too-distant future. Uh, In relation to that, ex-Bungie executive and composer to Halo, Marty O'Donnell, the man who made the music that everyone has stuck in their head whenever they think Halo, Mm. uh, says that the Activision deal, this is now that he's fully separated from Bungie and can say whatever the fuck he wants, um... The, the deal that they did with Activision, which he was part of, and he says he takes respo- partial responsibility for, was as bad as they thought it would be. And turned out to be as bad for Bungie as they thought it would be. The reasoning that he gave as to why it ended up happening the way that it did was because their two options were, were Microsoft and Activision. And Activision offered to take them on without taking control of their IPs. Whereas Microsoft still wanted to have control of the Mm. IP. So they would have been basically a first party developer specifically for Microsoft to avoid that. They dumped Microsoft, went to Activision, didn't seem to matter much. Anyway, Activision got their way in. They weeded out people that were anti Activision. They fucked on basically everything that Bungie is. Now Bungie is like a third tier developer scrambling to save destiny two. And I like everyone thought that when Activision was out of the picture, destiny two was going to be saved. Guess what? Nah. It's not really saved. It's not really any better. And so that didn't happen. Uh, And yeah, he still has a bunch of Bungie stock because it never, uh, that was also part of it is that he was like, maybe we'll get bought out. I'll be able to sell my stock. Nope. Now he's hoping that that still happens now because he's still sitting on all that Bungie stock. That's a big yikes. But not surprising. I mean, it's Activision. I mean, when they, when they announced a 10 year deal, with Activision and like five hundred million dollars for for Destiny, I was like, oh, that's, that's something is gonna get very wrong, <laughs> very quick. Uh, and it did. We're talking Star Citizen money now, boys. Five hundred, is... yeah, but that was across ten years. Yeah, Star well, Citizen so hasn't <laughs> started. Well, by the time it's out, it might cross the ten year mark, and it'll hit five hundred million. Where are we at now? Five years? What What, what are we at now? Oh, it's gonna be longer than that. It's gotta be longer than five. Where, is it? Is it? it? I, I don't. I don't know. Where are we at? And keep in mind that five hundred million included budget for uh, marketing, where they oh. haven't used budget for marketing yet, really, on Star Citizen. Are we on year eight? Uh, let's market since they switched. Uh, since they like switched engines because they pressed the reset button, basically. So where were they when they when they like switched engines entirely? Uh, let me see here. Um, because they 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 basically hit the reset button after already having done a lot of work. Well, that doesn't really count, though. You know, when you hit no, a reset. but I, well, what I mean is in terms of like how long it's going to take for them to like. Yes, it's been that long with the funding, but like how long has the game as it is now been in development versus the reset? Oh. I'm just interested in yeah, what I the difference know. is. I have I have I have no idea. 
Uh, either way, it's been a long time. A real long time. It's been a long time. Uh, what do we got next? Some good news, Jeffrey! Oh, Horizon Zero Dawn is up for pre-order on Steam and is coming out, I believe, August 13th. Boom. I already have it pre-ordered. I'm sure you do. It's locked up. It was funny. Uh, It is full price and people were salty about, well, not full, full price. It's, it's Canadian. I think I paid 50 bucks. So it's the original game plus all the DLC that they had. And then, uh, and then whatever additions they made for the PC, like their ultra widescreen support, the higher resolutions, whatever uh, changes they made uh, to the game. A lot of people upset about that. I don't blame them. The game, the game is old. It wouldn't be the first re-release that, that was basically fucking full price, but I can I can understand why people would be upset. Uh, yeah. You can get it secondhand for the PlayStation Four for like ten bucks right now. Um, not that you would be if you would or yes. you would have you would have already bought it on the PS Four at this I point if you were going to play it. I think a good price for that would have been thirty nine ninety nine. That's what I said. I said I, I said well I said twenty nine ninety nine U S thirty four ninety nine Canadian. Canadian. Yeah. So 40 bucks Canadian. Yeah. I'm like, I'm in, even if I don't feel like I'm going to play all of it, or if I, I'm just going to like give it a try, it's worth the risk. At damn near full. Oh, it was August 7th is the release date. Sorry. Not the 13th. At, 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 at damn near full, full price. It's, uh, it's steep. That's well, a, I wait, I wait for, wait for, wait for the Christmas sale. deals. It'll go yeah. on sale and you'll be able to buy it for probably that exact price come yeah. Christmas time. Uh, it doesn't seem to matter much cause it immediately became the top seller on steam. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that's big for a number of reasons. One, it shows, it shows Sony, uh, what they can get if they're playing their cards right with which releases go to PC. It also shows Gorilla games, what they can get bringing their games to PC um, but this is a little different because, you know, number two just gets announced. There's a lot of hype around it. Well, a Horizon lot. Zero Dawn had a lot of hype around it in general as an exclusive. Horizon Zero Dawn, again, right at this point, the two best games, in my opinion, of the entire console generation, depending on what genre you like, is either The Last of Us mm. or Horizon Zero Dawn. And everything below that is like orders of magnitude below those two titles Mm -hmm. at the very least on playstation 4 that's the case but i apply that to damn near every platform that's out there horizon zero dawn makes breath of the wild look like a bitch the only reason that game won a, a more game of the year nods than horizon zero dawn was because it's zelda and that's it i've played and beat both zelda's a collectathon that isn't even a good zelda game let alone better than Horizon Zero Dawn. People are going to see that shit. It comes to PC. Dude, that game is going to look fucking bananas on PC. It looked bananas on the PlayStation. The only game that looks better than it, honest to God, is Part 2, The Last of Us, that just dropped. And that game looks fucking wild. Now, keeping in mind also, Horizon Zero Dawn is a massive open-world game in comparison to the close quarters that you get with yeah. The Last of Us, so they are, they're afforded a lot more graphical horsepower in close quarters. But nevertheless, I cannot tell people enough, wait if you don't want to pay the full price for sure, but if you have a PC to play this game and you haven't played it yet, and it's a PlayStation exclusive, there are very few games that I can tell you that have come out in this entire console generation that are mm-hmm. as good or better than Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, 
and I still think it's the game of the generation, and it was downplayed because it came out in the same year as Breath of the Wild, and that was it. And it was a new IP. It's a new IP going up against Breath of the Wild, and mm. it's an exclusive. So mm. you know, now that it's on PC, I think it's gonna people are gonna get on board, and man, Horizon Zero Dawn two is going to sell like fucking hotcakes. It's gonna be nuts. Definitely give it a chance if you haven't already. God of War, fuck a God of War. I played God of War with no HUD on the second hardest difficulty, and uh, beautiful looking game, great voice acting, but as a video game, ain't it? Uh, next up, Sony files a patent to allow game emulation across PS1, PS2, and PS3 via game streaming. So, like, cloud service stuff, similar to some of the other stuff that we're seeing. Um, it's, uh, that's their, their thing. So, we, I think we might have talked about the fact that this could be a thing for them, that hardware is not really likely the way that they could do it, but you could look at this avenue, and now they've patented something for that. So, we still don't know the capacity in which that could be done. If they still need, like, they're still probably going to need things like licensing from the developers, the publishers that still have the rights to those games, etc., etc., etc. But this would bypass the limitations that they had, um, uh, like, hardware-wise, where you, they couldn't possibly put in a disc and fucking... Just play it. Away, to, away you go, right? Um, so there you go. Uh, so that's the thing. So that's exciting news. That would be phenomenal. I mean, if, if the streaming service is good, which is, I, we we don't know yet. We haven't seen a streaming service of games that's particularly good. I mean, Stadia didn't exactly knock that shit out the park. So, uh, so we'll have to wait and see. We still have to wait on xCloud, which is Microsoft's streaming service of their games. But if they can do it well, and in a lot of cases in, like, these older games, you're playing, like, a JRPG and shit, you don't need it to be perfect. It will play just fine. Mm. Uh, you know, you don't need, like, two millisecond response time to play a Japanese RPG. So, uh, it'll be fun to see how they wheel and deal on that one. Uh, next up, also Sony. Investing $250 million into Epic Games, Jeff. Which now brings Epic Games uh, fundraising up to $1.83, if I'm not mistaken, billion in total. So now that Sony has a minority stake in Epic Games, which would also ex- uh, explain why we got that PS5-specific Epic Games engine demo yep. For, yep. Uh, for the PlayStation 5 that we watched uh, a few weeks back. That would explain a lot, because they paid them $250 million to be a minority stakeholder in the company. That'll do it. Uh, Let's see here. Next up after that, we've got Mafia Definitive Edition, which we talked about coming out a couple weeks ago. Uh, Unfortunately, they are pushing that back because they're having issues with uh, getting work done due to uh, Space Godzilla. That's not new. It's understandable. It's still, they're still, I think, hoping to get a window of this year, but obviously, oh, it ain't happening. Making it, making it a little harder to make that happen. Valorant's first ultra skin, Jeff. <laughs> dude, dude, Riot is wasting no time getting it in. Oh. First ultra skin comes out, costs $100 US. Oh. Oh. Bro, that is. What? 
That is a hundred and like twenty-five Canadian for a skin. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I haven't seen items in a game that expensive since Farming Simulator. Dude, that's you mean train simulator or whatever the fuck? Because they have Farming, a lot of simulator train whatever simulators. You know where I have like, seen this, Jeff? League of Legends. A hundred dollar skins? They had they had I think it was a Sona skin uh or a Lux skin that was like seventy, eighty, or ninety dollars or some shit. To buy I think it was or, Lux. I think it was Lux. To buy? Uh yeah. It was Lux, and it, uh, and, it, and it was like five skins in one because it was called Elemental Lux, I think. And so you could like press a button and she'd change like fucking skins basically in real time. Um, I no. thought for sure it was like 70 bucks or some shit. Listen, however, I know you, I know you all is, are trying to, trying to make some money here. I know you're trying to monetize this game, but a hundred bucks for a skin. Now, I'll say. The skin that they got going on and the, the stuff that the, 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 the skin does is pretty freaking cool to see. It's a pretty fucking cool thing. It's literally as if your moves, they just look, they look like a dragon. Bro, you know, they're going to sell a, a lot of these $100 skins, bro. They're going to sell a lot of these skins. The reason why I don't like that is because... They're going to have more. They're going to keep coming with this. They're going to have more $100 skins, bro. Bro, that's so expensive, man, for a skin. People will pay for it. It will happen. When it comes to cause, like, people don't want to pay $100 for a game, but if you give them a free game and then you offer them a $100 skin that's technically optional, they're going to spend that $100. The only way I would ever, ever consider spending $100 for a skin is if that skin was a limited edition, as in you guys, you literally have like 24 hours to buy this skin, and it will never, ever come back again. Not for some random promotion, not for nothing. It is a one-time and done time. And even then... Oh, it's a bundle of skins, apparently. I don't give for a hundred dollars, Jeff. It's a bundle, bro, bro. I don't care if it bundles my my balls, like my Saks underwear does, in a little pouch. At a hundred dollars for skins, no. At least scam me like ten bucks at a time. You know what I mean? Hit me with a tenner here. 10 there so I don't really notice it but $100 on a free to play game starting to not sound so free to play well even though it's free to play that there it's this is the entire mobile market bro and I've been playing more mobile games lately to pass time on the treadmill and shit and dude it is insane the endless ways that they like get like the mechanics they have in place and shit 
it's no wonder people go bankrupt. Dude, it's it's gambling. They the, well, the mobile games, a lot of them have turned it into like like a, a straight up like an addiction. Like it, they, uh, they, dude, they, it's it's engineered madness, bro. I like yeah. I will not let my child near a mobile game for as long as they live. They yeah. can play some other shit. I can at least like 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 loot boxes and shit are literally child's play in comparison to the psychological fucking mechanics that they've got in mobile games to get you in and to get you paying money on a cycle. I can see it being done like it's just nuts. Like they they have they have fucking I bet you they have friggin' psychologists, psychiatrists helping them within oh, their marketing teams to make this shit Dude, like there crack. Are, there are people straight up. There are people that engineer slot machines to quite literally like they get paid very well to understand the mind. Yeah. How to trigger people, the jingles they use, the the um, the ways that you can win, how fun and engaging it is as you're losing money. It is quite literally a business. Where they are, you got to think about it, just like a slot machine, just like a mobile game, there's so many of them that you have to find a way to hook people yeah, to, to get them addicted and to get them to give you money. And that is literally what mobile games do. I have no problem with them making money. Uh, in fact, I encourage it. I think if people are going to enjoy something and, and, and you know, you should pay for it. Um, there's nothing wrong with that, but there is a line that gets crossed so much, so many times of manipulation and just setting people up, and uh, it, it's um, it's cra- it's it's actually crazy. It's it's insane. Uh, I'm not saying that's what League of Legends or, or uh, Valorant is doing, but no, it's definitely not. It's, it's, when you, it's not what they're doing. It's, no, it's not what they're doing. But there, th- this is like one of those steps where, that, where if they get away with this and they do very well, you're only going to see this happen more and more and more and more and more and more. And uh, it sucks, but it is what it is. It is what it is. Speaking of it sucks and it is what it is, the Atari VCS is launching, Jeff. Pre-orders are up. $279 base model for 1080p with no controller and a fancier $389 model for with 4K that has a prototype controller that comes with it. This console comes with 100 Atari games of the finest, uh, with more being put on a custom storefront to be purchased and downloaded later. They list new and classic games, whatever the fuck that means, and it comes with a subscription to AntStream Retro Streaming Service, that you can stream a thousand Atari games on top of that. Uh, and it has roughly the power of, of a Nintendo Switch. So you're spending th- $279 to $389 for an Atari classic console that you can play Atari games on. On your uh, HDTV at 1080p or 4K. Uh, that also is run by Linux, so you could like you could probably do some hacking on it and make it do some other shit. But it's as powerful as a Switch. They're also marketing it as a thing that maybe third-party developers can also put games on. If it works on a Switch, it could technically run on this. Uh, nobody's going to do that. And so really what you're doing is you're paying nearly $400 for what is the, uh, the equivalent of the Atari version of like the Nintendo Mini. No, I'm good. I'm going to pass. Yeah. 
you don't even intrigue me for ninety nine ninety nine. No. If I'm just being a hundred. No. Four hundred dollars. <laughs> Dude, the three hundred eighty nine dollars. They're within spitting distance of the of like what is probably going to be close to oh, the discless bitch. version of oh, the PS five. <laughs> yeah, dude. It probably wasn't smart of them to even say it has the power of a switch, because at that price, I just go, you know what? I'm just gonna go buy a switch. Dude, I have a rotary powered flashlight that has the power of a switch. <laughs> The Switch is not something you want to compare yourself to when it comes to power. It's just not. Nah. It's just fucking I'll, not. I'll pass on that one. Uh, next up, we've got Deadly Premonition 2, which is a Switch game. Uh, getting wildly divisive reviews. As the game, like, for the game itself, fantastic reviews. It's, it's, it's getting lots of, like, uh, praise for its writing and everything, just like the first game was really quite good for it. But the performance is even worse than the original, which is I'm saying something. Power. I'm going to power that switch. Which is saying something, because i got to be real with you. The first game ran like shit. <laughs> I watched gameplay of this, dude. It runs at what looks to be about 12 to 15 FPS Woo! almost exclusively. And Woo! it doesn't look good. It is not a good-looking game. 1996. It looks oh old God. as shit, and it runs awful. Now, apparently, according to... Sweary, who is retweeting every bad review just because he's a troll and he doesn't give a fuck. Because this game's going to sell a lot of copies anyway. It's a cult classic. Doesn't matter. He did say that they are, in fact, working now to get the FPS issues fixed. But because it was at first it came out that there were apparently they contacted PR and they said PR said that they had no plans to fix it. Which turned out to be bullshit. Uh, but then people were like theorizing, did he did Sweary intentionally make this game run like shit? Uh, just to you know, just because it like adds to the the mm. the campiness of the game because they're super campy, and it wouldn't even shock me if that was the case. To be completely fucking honest with you, but the fact that it runs this poor is also free advertising. He's gonna sell this game to anyone who liked the original. It's gonna happen. Brian and I will play it for shitty games done slow. Twenty twenty one. It's gonna happen. Lots of people are gonna get onto it because Deadly Premonition again, despite being a fucking atrocious video game as far as how it runs is an incredibly well-written character piece and story that I could recommend to anyone if it wasn't for the fact that the game is so fucking hard to play. <laughs> so if this game is like that, it wouldn't shock me if he did something like that, but it's not the case. They're going to try and fix it. But I swear to God, dude, it's like 12 fucking FPS, and I was shocked. Uh, I've never seen a game run like that since the N64, and even the N64 ran games faster than that. Just brutal. Bro, I love the N64. The N64 is such a good fun system. It is. It is a great like, it is a great at, system. Look 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 at it. Look at this these row these rows of games right here. Just even the boxes, they make me happy. It's true. Like it just makes me happy. It's a happy system. It's true. Like, you know, when you play a bad game on a PlayStation 2 or you play a bad game on a on a PS3 or any of these things beyond hell, even the GameCube, the games just suck. <laughs> it's just not a good time. You play a bad game on the N64 and they're still like fun. Like it, I don't know if it's all the color palettes and things they used in the games. Cause they're just so bright and inviting and like, they're just like gorgeously bad, like just in a fun way. 
it reminds me a lot of um my son watches a whole lot of the the cart not the cartoon network like the kids kids tv or whatever the fuck it is and there's some like there's some really bad shows uh, almost really, all current almost, kids television is it's terrible bad. it's bad but there's something about it that you watch and you can't keep your eyes off it it's like a dumpster fire jeff it it really is you can't look and away that's what, that's what the bad games of n64 were it was a dumpster fire but it was one that you just couldn't stop playing or that you just didn't you you didn't hate it enough that you're just disgusted by it Jeff, That's my little N64 thing. Jeff, I have a problem. I have a problem. What's your problem? What's your problem, man? I was trying to find something on Google the other day. And, you know, I unfortunately, I couldn't for the life of me remember what it was. And I was having a bit of a tired day. And so I typed in something that I didn't mean to type in. And I got horrible, horrible search results. And I'm wondering if you can help me clarify what I ser- should have searched for instead. I accidentally searched for Dickstream. What am I looking for? I accidentally put in Dickstream. It is bad. Don't look at Dickstream, but can you help me? I know I, there's something that's close to it, but not the same thing. Mm. Can what, you help you, me out? Are you searching for a stream deck? Damn it! Do you know how many penises I could have avoided seeing? Oh, man. It's a stream deck, Adam. It's it's by Elgato. Fuck! It's by Elgato. And here's the crazy thing. You can get three different sizes of the damn thing. There's a mini. There's a regular. There's an XL. I'll keep it honest. I saw a mini, regular, and XL when I searched Dickstream, too, and I wasn't happy about it. <laughs> I'd say something else, but Twitch is a weird place. I don't want to get in trouble. I was going to say what kind of versions were those because <laughs> I can guess <laughs> Elgato guys if you don't get a stream deck y'all got to get one all right I'm telling you that right now not only that they got the new wave microphones go check them out they're sold out everywhere they're sell they're selling out like hotcakes literally it's like a McDonald's hotcakes go up there hey can I get some hotcakes? Sorry, we're sold out. Okay, can I get some ice cream? Sorry, the machine's broken. Well, shit. I gotta be honest with you too, Jeff. If you eat a Wave 1, it's gonna be tastier than a McDonald's hotcake. Definitely. 100%. Go check them out. They're in the audio game now. USB, plug and go. High quality. You can get the reverb. You can get all the all the bells and whistles that the, the Go XLR is doing at a fraction of the price. And dare I say, well, go XLR, you don't even get a microphone. It's just the it's just the machine. With the wave, you get it all. You plug it in, you go. You I'm ride actually, the wave, Jeff. You ride the wave. I'm actually setting my wave up in the workout room with my laptop. And then that way, when I do my runs in the morning, I can boot on the stream from in there, have that microphone going, and just have a chill and chat time. So uh also, we got some new consoles coming out possibly this year we'll see think it's gonna happen but who knows uh you're gonna need a capture card if you want to capture all your stuff elgato's got you covered on that too uh i've got an elgato capture card uh actually in my pc i thought i had the uh 
I thought I had the uh, the 4K. No, you've computer. got the 1080 one, bro. You don't have the 4K yet in there. But my 4K is right here, and all I need to do is pop it in. Um, so I didn't even realize. I thought I had already put this in when we built it, but I have the. Uh, no, H- you didn't have it yet. It, it had yet to arrive. Gotcha. So I'm actually going to pop that in, uh, and then I can put that one in in the other computer. Um, but yeah, they've got a 4K uh, Pro 60, uh, 60. Um, 4K 60 Pro. That's what I meant. It's hey, you know so what? The, More specifically, it's the 4K 60 Pro Mark II, Jeff. Boom! I hey, you're you're the technical guy here. All right. Let me tell you something. Elgato's 4K 60 Pro Mark II. 4K 60, 1440p, 144 hertz. You can also add your own EDID, and if you know what that means, it's basically if you wanted to do like. 1440p 120 hertz with like what I do because you're you're a streaming god and you know that if you cut 144 in half you don't get 60 fps and so the stream stutters even though your stream can handle it and everyone's going why is it stuttering motherfucker you don't know how to do basic math 144 divided by 2 ain't 60 you know what is 120 so you put that edid on there boom 1440p 120 cut that in half 720p 60 streams hdr you got it you can do it you want to fucking record at the same time you'd have multiple programs running with their streaming software or their recording software i should say while also feeding through to obs you can record 1440p 60 frames per second 100 megabit per second video it's gonna look clean and crisp right off the rip easy does it and you don't have to run any kind of weird ndi shit to send it to obs at the same time you all gotta get one hey I you should be doing these damn solo things. Listen, he's the, he's the capture card god over here. He knows what he's talking about. So go check him out. Link is in the description below. Shout out to our sponsor. On top of that, we've got NordVPN. Type in. Actually, don't type it in. Go into the description. Click on the link. Take you to the NordVPN. If you're listening to this via audio, it's Nord N O R D VPN dot com slash O T T promo code. OTT gets you 70% off on your three-year term. Money back within 30 days if you don't like it. No questions asked. Up to six simultaneous devices. You can bypass all of the region block content, whether that's on YouTube, Twitter. Uh, You want to go to a different a version of Netflix to watch their uh, different countries' catalogs so that you can have more shows and more variety, whether it's movies, TV shows, so on You want to so see forth. what dick stream shows you on Google in Argentina? Hey. You can do that. You can do that. Uh, also, you can stay safe, stay anonymous, uh, keep your information protected. Uh, you can use this on your phone, on your desktop, your laptop, your iPad, on your smart TV, uh, virtually anything you can route it right into your router, and then and then you can also use that as one of your connections of six, and that with that router it would go out to all of your devices that are connected to that, and then you got five more to go. Big Sometimes brain you with portals. Sometimes you got to think with portals. Anyway. 70% off using the promo code OTT. They're a big supporter of the uh, of the podcast. When you're in the market for a VPN, think NordVPN. Make sure you use that promo code OTT. The more you guys support the uh, sponsor, 
the longer they sponsor the stream. So uh, go and pick one up. We're in 2020. The world's a crazy place. And there's shit tons of content to watch in so many different places that I don't know why anybody would not have a VPN. We spend the vast majority of our lives on the internet. You can game on these servers. You can stream and game on these servers. Uh, You can do anything you would normally do because their servers are fast. It's extremely easy to set up. Literally one click of a button. You're like, oh, I want to be from China today. Click. Oh, I want to be from the United States and I'm Canadian. Click. Oh, I want to be from a different part of the States. Click. Oh, I want to be from Argentina. Click. That's all (laughs) you need to do. It's really that simple. Uh, And it happens immediately. So go check them out. Patreon.com slash like TV. If you want to help support the podcast directly and financially, you get yourself up to that hundred dollar mark over time. Doesn't have to be right up front. We're going to get you your swag bag, which we'll send out when the world is no longer dying. Uh, Also, it's the most direct way to support the podcast. So if you want to directly support the podcast financially, and that's what you're looking to do, you can do that. $10 and higher on there is going to also get you access to the high-quality streamed version of the podcast audio on SoundCloud, as well as allow you to ask questions on our technical support or tech support segments that we do each and every week. Post mm. up a, uh, a post, and you can ask your questions there before the podcast, and then we answer as many of them as we can. But before we get to that part, Jeff, we've got one other segment that we blast through with great speed. Uh-huh. It's time for... Movies and TV. Foundation TV series adapted from the novels by Isaac Asimov are in a production and coming to Apple TV Plus in 2021. That sounds pretty dope. I haven't. I think there might be a trailer for it, but I haven't seen it yet. I didn't get a chance to take a peek at it. Uh, but anything by Isaac is probably going to be good if they find a way to, you know, it's always, the source material can always be fire. But it doesn't mean that it will translate to television or movie well, depending on how it's written and shown. So, we got to hope for the best on that one. But we got some time before it uh, before it drops. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, apparently there will be no Birds of Prey 2. And I am just shocked, Jeff. Really? I- I'm actually, I- I'm a little shocked. Simply because uh, Birds of Prey, I think it made money. Um... Birds but did it make a billion dollars, Jeff? That's the real question. No, it didn't. Uh, Birds of Prey. Let me see here. And apparently it did really well. Uh, oh, well, no. It, uh, um, so the budget was about $100 million. Um, It made $201 million. So it basically broke even. I mean, you, you, you put in marketing. Uh, but apparently, and that's the uh, box office. Apparently it did pretty well on digital. Um, I'm a little surprised they're not making another one. I- I'm not surprised and I'm a little surprised. I'm I'm a little surprised because, you know, it wasn't a bad movie. I actually watched it. Did you watch it? Yes, I did. It wasn't a bad movie. I don't uh, remember almost any of it, but it wasn't a bad movie. Yeah, it it wasn't a bad. Was it like a great film? No. It no. wasn't Jared Leto being the Joker bad. I can tell you that much. 
No. Um, actually, he wasn't even in it. In it. That's so, what I mean. But, but no, yeah. I didn't mean that. I mean, it's not as bad. It wasn't as bad as watching Jared Leto be the Joker is what I mean. Yeah, I, I, I didn't mind it. I, I thought uh, the action was well done. It was better than what I thought it was going to be because I went in there expecting it to be bad. I think the title really fucked the movie a lot uh, when it first came out. They, they changed like, that title, eh? Yeah, like a lot a lot happened with the film. Um, so in one way, I'm not surprised, but I'm also a little surprised because I think the six, the I don't want to say the success, but the fact that it wasn't a horrible movie and people seemed to kind of enjoy it that I thought maybe they would do another one. But I think the main reason why it's not happening is because I think DC is about to do a complete uh flip around in an overall. Like they're doing like a reset. Yeah. I think uh Margaret Robbie is still gonna play her no matter what, because I think she's a perfect Harley Quinn. I'm not sure there's an actress I can picture doing it better. Um, but I think they're about to literally hit that reset button and they're gonna change a lot of shit. Um, I think Henry Cavill might be coming back from what I heard um, as Superman. Um, But beyond that, I mean, obviously we have uh, Robert uh, coming in as Batman. Uh, We don't know if he's going to be mixed in at at any point with a new cinematic universe. Who only knows? But DC, they're a bit of a mess. But at the same time, DC has been having some pretty big successes with with their movies too. Like their movies have been making money. Uh, it's hard. It's hard to, you know, really. If if they were in a vacuum where Marvel's uh, Marvel's run didn't exist, DC wouldn't be considered as big of a failure as they are right now. The problem yeah. is that they're being directly compared to Marvel, and Marvel really had very little missteps over a decade of mm-hmm. movie releases that were all tied together, all made sense, base you know more as much as you could hope for, and and played off each other, and just perfect casting and perfect. Like it was just everything would it was as good as you could hope for. And DC has struggled to find like what tone do they want their movies to be? Do they want to be the edge lords? Do they want to like hunt down the quasi comedy of Marvel? Do they want like what are they gonna do with that? They've had movies like this not do all that well. They've had some casting, you know, blunders, the writing has been hit or miss. There's it's it, it's not been it's just it's just been inconsistent. Like you said, they had like Wonder Woman has obviously done well for them, and and they had like you know Batman versus Superman and stuff like that. That obviously they've had some successes, but the successes are far outweighed by either mediocrity or just bad movies. Mm. And and uh, you know uh, it's it's not surprising to me that they would be hitting the reset button. Um, Hopefully this is the last reset bu- reset button they have to hit for a while because I feel like DC's hit the reset button like already a couple times um, in like more soft ways, but this seems like a more of a hard, oh, honest to God reset. I'm ready, I'm ready to just be done with superhero movies for like another five years. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm just like I'm so superheroed out. Well, that's what I said after after Marvel was done. I was like, I'm good now. You don't need to do next phase right now. Let, give it some breathing room. Right. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd almost rather more of Shazam type. Uh, exactly what Jorbox said. Shazam was okay. I, I, I'd much rather have more Shazam type movies where it's more of a lighthearted, almost a parody. Uh, although Shazam really isn't a parody, but sort of the feel of it where it's not as serious. It's just like playful and the the, the stakes don't feel like 
the world is gonna crumble in my power. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I something a little bit just playful and 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 easy to digest for a while, and then kind of you know get back or continue to go in this route that we got with the Joker and now with the new Batman movie, darker, more serious, more mature, more uh, you know deep storytelling than this. I think I think DC. Here's my take on it. I think DC does better not trying to follow Marvel in terms of tying everything together. I think DC does better with character movies that exist almost in silos and not to try and tie everything so fucking like knitted together. Like, yeah, you can have that for sure, but make sure that you're hitting like t-ball with that shit. Don't try and like make stretches in order to tie characters together. Keep them in their lane. Do character pieces like you did with Joker. Obviously, that's where they're having their most success. And and go with that. Don't just copy Marvel's fucking formula because it's obvious that doesn't work for you. You have a different brand. The da- the brand plays differently to the audience. Kevin Feige, so fuck off. So you can't. You just can't plan it out like he can. So just let it die. Yeah. Just know your lane. Ready Player Two sequel novel set for November publication date, which I'm going to then assume is also going to be another movie. Could be. Yeah. That movie was fun. I, was fun. I think that made a few dollars itself, and yeah. so I wouldn't be surprised if we saw a Ready Player Two movie to go along with the book. And that's all we got, Jeff. It's time to move on, because you don't have much time. Tech Every week, like I said just a few minutes ago, you can go over to patreon.com slash TV For $10 and higher, you can write us in a question on a tech support post I put up every week, like this one. It's called Tech Support Week 100. And 60. That's the number of weeks we've done this podcast, plus wow. or minus a couple. It's a lot. It's a lot of weeks. Still going. And still going. You can ask them, and we will answer as many as we can, given the time we have. Um, Mark Furry asks, Adam, does liking other questions help you uh, if, here pick at all? It can. If, you, it, like, if there are other people asking questions but they're liking other people's questions as well, then it lets me know that that they're interested in seeing that, and it gives me a barometer for what may be interesting. So if I have less time, I can ask more uh, of those questions. So yeah, why not? So if you guys are doing that, you want to like them, like some people did in this, I suspect, I suspect it was probably Mark doing it, um, then that's not the worst idea. Uh, for an example, here's one that was like, this comes in from Cryptic Cyanide, said, what is something you enjoyed as a kid but hate as an adult? Something I enjoyed as a kid, but hated. But, but hated hate as an adult. As an adult. Um, swimming. I yeah. loved swimming as a kid. I fucking hate swimming as an adult. Hate it. I'd rather live, lay on the beach and roast my ass alive before going into the water. Mm. I, I, when I worked at the summer camps and I was forced to go in to that pool, um, you know, two three times a week. I wanted to yeet myself off the top of the fucking building. I hate pools. I'm not a big fan. Like, lakes, I don't mind so much, whatever ocean is... is but I don't swim. I'll go in to briefly cool off, but I'm not about swimming. But when I was younger, all about it. Mine's pretty easy. Cartoons. I really don't like cartoons. I never liked them as an adult. I very, 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 very have ever watched a single cartoon. We're talking Family Guy. We're talking 
uh, The Simpsons, Futurama. Oh, like adult uh, cartoons? Adult, adult cartoons, like oh, Rick okay. and Morty, all of them. I don't like cartoons. I just don't. I barely even like animated films. You know what? I will watch... The I will watch cartoons I grew up with as a kid before I watch adult cartoons. I'm not a Family Guy fan. I'm not a a, a fucking American Dad fan or like uh, Archer or any of that. Sh- I, none of that. I'm not about mm. it. But if you ask me to sit down and watch like '90s fucking like X Men or The Amazing Spider Man or fucking Biker Mice from Mars or Gargoyles or uh, fucking Doug, or shit, I'll watch some fucking original OG before the writer left and the, and the, and the creator died, Spongebob, before my ass sit down and watch Family mm. Guy. Um, I just, yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm yeah, not I mean, too Dragon, dissimilar. Dragon Ball Z is the exception. That, that's the only thing that I've really watched. And I mean, you know... That that's that's pretty much it. it. It's basically a childhood nostalgia that just so happened to still resonate with me as an adult. But other than that, I really truly have never watched a full episode of Family Guy or Futurama or Rick and Morty or uh, any 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 of those. I've watched tons of Simpsons as a as a kid and I enjoyed it. And I'm sure I would still like laugh, but I, I just. I'm just not gonna sit there and and watch it. I, I I don't like cartoons. This is not my thing. Uh, Alexa asks: Living in a small city of fifty thousand people with a yearly salary of seventy five grand, or a big city like New York with a yearly wage of two hundred? Oh, New York. Um, I'm small. I'll take seventy five grand in a small city. My dollar is gonna go one hundred and fifty thousand times further than two hundred G's in New York. Uh, and beyond that, I just wouldn't want to live in New York. Or Toronto, or Montreal. Too many people. Most of them assholes. Not a big fan. Uh, air quality is literal dog shit. Too noisy. Can't get away easily. Uh, and the postage stamp of a fucking house. Fifty thousand people is a small. That's a small, small place. I mean, you and I would have interacted with about fifty thousand people within the city of Halifax for most of our lives. It's not. It wouldn't be a far flung difference. Like, yeah, but I mean, with that, you're gonna have a lot less like places to go eat, entertainment, like just. Yeah, but uh, with seventy five grand, I want to go. I'll go travel somewhere because I'll have the money to do it. You know, if I want to go visit a big big city for just a couple of days, get my food in, do whatever. If I want to travel somewhere, yeah. seventy five grand go a lot further than two hundred G's in New York. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's also me. Like I'm into different yeah. shit than you are. Like you you would yeah. want entertainment. You would want to have like your you know you'd want to have more. I just like, like feeling connected. I like being yeah. in big, uh, big stuff like that. And and you know even when you live in a place like New York, there are ways to still have privacy and and the things that you need without being in New York City, like it, like straight up in the fucking, you know, Manhattan, you know what I mean? There, mm. there are places in New York that you can go and live a, uh, a relatively sequestered life to a degree and then travel out to the city when you want to. And I mean, at fifth, at $200,000 a year, I mean, I could, I could really could make that work. I mean, you could make a hundred thousand dollars in New York work. Uh, Probably wouldn't want to live, be living on anything less, though. <laughs> You're getting to homeless territory. In New York, you probably won't want to live on too much less than that. 
Uh, Man I'm Hungry asks, favorite moments from Whose Line Is It Anyway? I don't even know if you watch too much of that uh, at I all, but um, this show is just too good to pick one. Dude, There's if there's a show that I could watch almost daily on repeat yeah, for my whole show. life, that's yeah. probably it. I've seen episodes like 10, 15 times, and I still fucking laugh. Even if I know the joke is coming, I still laugh. The shit's crazy. Uh, my favorite, my favorite moments are somewhere, uh, between, um, the greatest hits where Colin makes Ryan break character by saying tapioca. Um, and, and then another one where he, where he's doing like, they're making fun of each other's way of segueing into things. And, um, and Colin starts with like something like way over here and like somehow works his way into a music genre or a band. And I can't remember what it was, but it was such a stretch and it went on for so long and Ryan broke character again. It was fucking hilarious. And then, uh, the, my, the big moment is, and the one that's easy to watch on, uh, uh relatively easy to watch, although finding the full clip is harder now, um, is the segment where they had, um, Richard Simmons on, uh, doing, uh, props or like yeah, human props or whatever. It's probably um, one of my favorite ones too. Yeah. Uh, like uh, that that one fucking that killed me. I mean, like Colin, Colin, just everything Colin was doing. He just what well, he did. Colin, the thing about Colin is he no fear. I like Colin. Colin's the the shorter guy, right? That yell talks all the time. Colin, no, Colin is Colin is the bald Canadian guy. So there's Ryan and Colin. Ryan's the really tall dude that wears the funky shoes. Yeah. That was on the Drew Carey show. And yeah. Colin is like his partner Colin's in crime. Kind of, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure Colin, he 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 always kind of yells. Like he yell talks. Yeah, he definitely he gets loud. Yeah, he, yeah. yeah. He's, he's the, like, you know. He's probably the funniest guy in the show, like cons- consistently. Yeah. I mean, like uh, Wayne Brady's amazing. Um, but even his sticks kind of, they, they become very, uh, they're the same. Like, uh, yes, yeah. He's funny, but like his shtick is very, very, very same. Um, I mean, his comedy is very similar to mine. Yeah, you know, he's, he knows his lane and he sticks to it and he does it very well. Um, but I find Colin was like he could he could make me laugh the most without even really trying to make me laugh. Like I picked up a lot of his small nuances that he did and like the little things that even people wouldn't really laugh at, but I noticed what he was doing and it would be funny. He, he was really, he's really, really good. He's well, he's, my f- yeah. He's smart. He, he's my favorite too. Him and Ryan together are like a deadly fucking combo. Like they, yeah. they play off each other. I mean, they were on the UK version of who's line before they brought it to the States. Like Ryan mm-hmm. and Colin came and Ryan was like co-producer or whatever with, with, uh, with Drew Carey and whatnot. And, yeah, they they worked together before, and they're and it shows, and they worked together for a long time, and they play off each other fucking perfectly. Like when they do the, when they do like the the film noir shit where they like can like step towards the camera and they're like talking to the camera, and like every time they do, it's like changing the scene behind them, and the other person has to just fucking roll. They're they're so fucking good, mm-hmm. or the sound effects. Uh, one where they have like uh, uh, two people from the audience doing the sound effects, one for Colin, one for Ryan, and they have to like just fucking roll with it. Some of that is some of the funniest shit too that I've ever heard and, and seen that show is great. If you've never seen whose line they're still Do doing it. it now, but the, the, the like original, like 10 fucking whatever seasons of whose line is some of the funniest shit ever put on film. 
Period. Dude, I think I think they would do fantastic with a Las Vegas residency. And they brought the original cast and they did it, you know, they did two shows a night um, for a period of time. I think they would sell out. It would be a fucking damn good time. And I would definitely, definitely go to a show in Vegas if you could watch. Doesn't need to be on TV. None of that. You just sort of go there and you get a new experience every time you go and it's all improv. That would just be amazing. Surprised it's not. Surprised they haven't been in Vegas. It just seems like a primed Vegas show. It, it just feels yeah. like a missed opportunity. Yeah. But I, Wayne Brady already has like a career and shit. You know what I mean? Like, so, but I mean, you pay him enough. He's going to do it. Right. Uh, Nikki asks, what's one of your favorite travels or travel moments? Where are you most excited to head to once the world is finally safe for tourism again? Vegas. Vegas is my favorite place to go. I have the most fun there. Uh, it has more to do with just being there with friends and it's great not only to like go there and and have a good time and indulge but also it's a fantastic place to go and people watch there's so much ridiculous stuff that goes on there and the shows and the food are top notch uh it's just a good place to escape it really truly is uh my favorite place to visit. I mean, I love me going to down south. If I'm going on a vacation with just me and my wife, I you know, going going to Dominican or Cuba or somewhere tropical, uh I prefer over Vegas. But just to go have a good time, Vegas every time. And that is where I'll be going when Space Aids uh eventually uh you know, eases up. Eases up. Unfortunately which, for the US and Las Vegas in particular, that might take some time, bro. It take a while. It's going to take a long while. Uh, for me, uh, well, I, I'm I'm wildly different. Uh, like, in terms of my favorite place to go, it's my family home because I want to get away. Like, I's, why I chose the, the small town is I want to get away from people. I rarely want to go into people. I, I It takes me about five seconds to be tired of being in the presence of somebody, uh, of the average person. And that sounds like a really fucking, like, ass... <laughs> that like that that's that's you know that that's an assholey thing to say but i think i think people are starting to understand my train of thought now that we're seeing what the general person is like right now in the midst of this pandemic that is the exact reason why for most of my life i have hated going downtown or like going to bars clubs anywhere like that fucking the the average person fuck them that's why my friend circle is tiny i have mm. like Three really extraordinarily good friends in like Jeff, Hun, and like Brian, uh, and and like a very short list outside of that. Uh, like I I I I mingle with very limited people, and I'm very selective with it because as much of an asshole thing as to say, fucking the average person is just fuck. So I just want to get away from all that. So the family home is thankfully as far fucking from the civilization as you hope for. Uh, it's quiet. It's peaceful. I can do yard work. I can do fucking whatever I want to do and just get away from the internet. That best place on earth. Yep. Uh, as far as where, like when this is all done, I'm excited to go to the Philippines. Em and I, were going to go. Hell yeah, dude. Next year. We're like, cause she goes home every two years, but we can't now because space Godzilla. 
but I'm excited to go. That's going to be a crazy experience. You know, we're going to go and, and we're going to be there for probably, we'll have to figure out what we're going to do with the podcast and stuff, but I'm, cause I'm going to be there for, I'm going to be gone for like a month. My what? ass is going to be gone for some time. Hey, I'm going to hold it down. So, hey, we're going to bring in panic for good old time. <laughs> panic. You coming on in. It's you and me, baby. Going to have to hold it down for a bit because my ass is gone. Because you don't, hey. one does not simply fly to the Philippines for five days and nah. six nights. Hell no, nah, bro. Go and enjoy yourself. Uh, so, uh, and we're going to be stopping in Japan for like three or four days before. Ooh. When are you um, doing this? Well, it was going to be next year, but it will be the year after now because of the situation. Yeah. It'll be in the springtime sometime because we mm. want to get there when it's like, we don't want to, it's going to be one of the hottest times of the year in the Philippines, but it's only so much you can fucking do about that. But it will be cheapest flights whenever we can go. And that's usually in that time of the year. And there's a lot of like, um, there's apparently also like some celebration type shit that happens around that time. So we're hoping she wants me to be there for the whole thing. So I'll be, uh, I'll be excited for that. You know, lots of new food to try. We're going to be mm. going to like the islands where you're just dropped off on a fucking like beautiful island for a couple of nights and just, you're just on a fucking island. You're by yourself on a fucking island. Basically it's, it's crazy. So yeah, know, it's, yeah. It's going to be, uh, it's going to be fun. So I'm going to hate the plane ride, but everything else about it's going to be fucking awesome. Uh, so that's, that's horrible. what I'm looking forward to. And of course, meet M's family, going to meet her uh, mom and dad and her, hopefully like her brother and, and sister as well. And, and, uh, that will be, that'll be fun. And yeah, food and islands and, and hopefully not getting dengue fever or malaria. That's pretty much the only things you can worry about. And hopefully you don't there. have a shower with her dad. Like Ideally. In- yes. We night. joked about we joked about that. I was like, fuck it. I was like, you know what? I was like, fuck it. I'll have a shower with your old man if it, if it comes down to it. It's a ninety day fiance uh, fucking uh, reference for those who didn't see that beautiful episode. That's one of the greatest oh, episodes of all time. Dude, I laughed out loud so many times during that episode. Oh man, that shit is gold. Yeah, that shit was fucking incredible. Um. All right, we got time for one more. I had one picked out here somewhere. Uh, what's your... Oh, G-Bros asks, Hey, guys, what's your favorite memory of each other and what is your worst shared experience? All right, so my favorite is still to this day, the day that when Jeff was still living on the street and his parents kept his guard, the garbage in the basement until it was time to go out and there was a lot of fucking, like, cooked rice that was left over that was in a black bag that had been down there too long. It was the summertime. It was mm. hot. It mm. fucking the bag broke. And there was, and I'm not fucking with you, the entire colony of black flies in the province was in this one room at the same time. <laughs> it changed the color of the air in the room. That's how many black flies there were. And so, um, yeah, and we were alone at the time, and we had to deal with it to get the shit out of here. And so fucking we we went in masked up we didn't even go through the door we left the door closed because they went upstairs we were fucked so we left the door closed we crawled through the basement window Mm. to get in and we had like t-shirts wrapped around our face because we had cans of raid that jeff found in 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 the downstairs basement uh there was a bathroom at the bottom of the stairs and it had like a menagerie of cleaning products just thrown in there, just fucking, just it, no organization, just all over the place. And we just, we just pulled raid cans and tied shirts around her face, and we put on the Matrix fucking yes. music, the yes. like, the like, the the the, the fucking elevator scene yes. music. 
Put yes. that on, or like the elevator room scene, mm-hmm. and had that blast on the stereo, and and crawled through the window, and we were like Matrix movements because yeah, we, we were, were like, fucking kids and we were stupid as fuck, and just sprayed for like twenty minutes, <laughs> and you couldn't smell anything but raid, and it was just fucking madness. And if you light a match in that room, we'd be dead. We left, fucking pulled the bags out through the window, got it outside, and that floor was carpeted with yep. fucking black flies. Just. Yep. Carpeted, and that's still the greatest, the greatest fucking moment that I can think of. It was wild. Uh, I can see it vividly in my head. It's crazy the fucking detail I yeah. still have in my head for that shit. Uh, it was wild. So that, that that's that's that one. Am I and mine for shared experience? Fuck Bangor, Maine. That's all I'm gonna say on that. One. <laughs> I'll go with that as well for the worst experience with Adam, dude. That was fucking awful. <laughs> it was so bad that it was like it was like a good time. It was so like, bad you know that I mean? like looking back on it, you laugh, but at the time, fuck. Man, it was brutal. It was bad. That was brutal. Um, try and pick a, a a different best time. Um, man. Oh man, oh that you picked such a good one because that shit was just gold. <laughs> I have man, I have multiple. Dude, here's, I, here's, an, here's another one. Here's another I, one. We were playing Dragon Ball GT Final Bout in your bedroom up, upstairs. Upstairs, and we had a 15 minute long Kai Blast battle mm-hmm. where you had to trigger finger X because of both, and it was the beams going back and forth, and it went for 15 minutes, and I felt like I had a stroke. On the other side of it, because you'd like tense your arm up on your hip to like yeah, fucking yeah. like tap. I can't even do that shit anymore. My hand doesn't do that anymore. It does this. Huh? Yeah, you can't hear shit, but I know you. I know what you're doing. But I can't. I can't even do that that fast anymore. Can you get it? Still can't hear it. Your mic is getting just enough good enough gait. Still can't. What the hell? How do you not hear that? <laughs> I think it's just not popping the noise gate on uh All right, well then, fuck on it. Discord. Anyway. That was a good one. That one was like 15 minute battle. That was good. Um, one. Uh, I an- mean, another uh, one. I got another one for you. Okay, okay, okay. I'm staying the night at Jeff's. You're making me feel like a bad friend now cuz I'm not I'm, I It's I'm, all right. I have I have very selective memory. All right. So, I'm staying the night at Jeff's. It's in the middle of the summertime. Jeff just got a new bed. It's a captain's bed. Ethan. <laughs> <laughs> it was a captain's bed. It had drawers under, like, like drawers, and then it was, like, uh, up like a shelf. It wasn't, like, a full-on, like, it wasn't like it was, like, a bunk bed, but on the back of it, there was a massive hollow that it created underneath, and it was up against the wall. And for whatever reason, I wanted to sleep in there. And so at night, I, I get in, and it's, like, up against the wall, so I'm, like, just enough room for my skinny ass to like get down the wall, I've got to like fucking like Mission Impossible my shit down into the into the little hole underneath the bed. Middle of the night, I wake up. I got. I, I tried to sleep it off. I had to piss so fucking bad. I couldn't do it. But I knew that when I stood up and I was like Tom Cruise in my shit on the wall, that I was gonna wake Jeff up. And I didn't want to wake up. I was like four o'clock in the morning or so. It was like three o'clock in the morning, and I, but I couldn't hold it. I was gonna piss myself. So I I get up and I'm trying to go so slow. I could I, like five five minutes just trying to stand up, and I I unfortunately I like his sheets were on the side of the bed. I couldn't, and I like I woke him up and I startled him, and he punched me in the chest. <laughs> he immediately turned over and just whap right in the chest, and I was like, bro, 
<laughs> it's just me. I'm taking a piss. <laughs> oh, so that man. was another good one. I also I also remember we found uh we found a box of chocolate bars that were from like <laughs> junior <My> high. Junior <laughs> <laughs> high was turning white. <laughs> Black it was brown chocolate. Legit you know those two dollar chocolate bars that you go to school and you sell them? Well, I used to uh, I used to get the they used to have a contest at our junior high and whoever could sell the most boxes for the charity or whatever they were raising money for, you would get a big fucking huge Hershey uh like brick fucking It bar. was 8 pounds. Literally, 8 I'm sure you It guys was like no joke on camera. It was this big yes. and it was that thick. Super thick, bro. It was super thick. So anyway, every year I would like win this shit because I would just sell bars like a crazy mother, door to door, selling bars, selling bars, selling bars. I'd go to my mom would take the boxes to her work and then she'd like sell them to her customers and stuff like it. I had this operation going. So anyway, I had won this competition and for whatever reason, I had lost a box of these small bars and my I had to pay out of pocket for them because I didn't have the money and I had no idea where they were, but they were hiding in my closet and I had no fucking clue. So anyway, I had just paid out, you know, the 20 bucks or whatever it was for the box of bars as if I were to buy them. Cause you have to like keep track of all the bars that you're selling and shit. And these bars have been sitting buried in a closet for years, <laughs> like just straight up, straight up years. And we found these fucking chocolate bars and we were like, let's try these. <laughs> and dude, we opened up the chocolate bars and the chocolate bars were supposed to be brown. They were not milk <laughs> chocolate. They were not cream, cream, whatever the cookies and cream. The bars were turning white. It was like chocolate mold. <laughs> it had a weird smell to it. And we ate like six of those fucking bars. <laughs> we ate like six i didn't eat for like two days oh man we sat down and ate like six of these fucking chocolate bars hey man <laughs> surprised we didn't get sick damn it they were delicious oh man i'm shitting you guys not bro the chocolate bars were white <laughs> they were like they had like white like not the whole thing was straight white but like you could see that parts of it was like moldy. Like it was like bad chocolate. <laughs> but I was like, chocolate doesn't go bad. Just eat it. <laughs> oh man. Uh, so that was, that was another one. Yeah. This is, um, this is one. I, I remember, I mean, it probably wasn't that fun for you, but <laughs> I remember, I remember having the pay paintball gun. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, you, we, I was up in my room with Trav and I had this, I had just gotten a, a new gun and I put the CO2 cartridge in it and shit. Adam was in my backyard and I was shooting, shooting the trees and stuff. And then I point the gun at Adam and Adam's like, no, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm like, run. <laughs> and, and you're like, you're not. I said, Adam, you better fucking run. So he starts beelining it into the woods, like fucking running in the woods. And I'm sitting there with the gun and I'm aiming and I'm aiming and I shoot one paintball. And I swear to God, it was a forest. 
every fucking tree shoo 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 and i mean adam was sprinting going through every tree and fucking nailed him right in the back of the kneecap right in a crevice and like a fucking deer that got shot adam was wounded bro he was running he said it was like i fucking killed him fucking hit him in the perfect spot Dude, I had, I had, so I had shorts on and I'm sprinting through the woods like I'm getting chased and no joke. It was thick woods. How this paintball made it through 30 to one paintball, one, how it made it through all that shit. And then it hit me in the back. So the soft, like behind your knee, the soft fucking part behind your knee. And it was dead middle. It wasn't like it like strayed off the side. It was dead fucking yes. middle and it and it half broke my skin so i was yeah, yeah. bleeding from a paintball shot and i was like yeah. what the fuck was in this paintball <laughs> that was always i always remember that that was fun shit I mean, was not, not so much for fun for you but it was fun for me fucking wild bro how it made it through all those trees is beyond me that yeah. was that was another uh another good that was, one that was another good one dude there's there's so there's so many good ones there there uh Fuck. I mean, here's my, here's, I'll blend on this because you got to go because you got a meeting thing. I'll, I'll add one more good one. Diz's Dan only oh, comes home <laughs> once every like fucking, it was, sometimes it was once every six months. Sometimes we didn't see that motherfucker for like two years. He comes home and it's the first time Jeff has ever met Diz's dad because mm. since Jeff got to the street, Diz's dad hadn't been home. And so we had told Jeff about, like, we used to have bonfires and, like, you know, Diz's mom would, like, you know, be, like, fucking pop and kind of the candy and chips were flowing, like, wine was crazy, like, water was crazy. And we'd have, like, the radio on playing, like, you know, fucking Eminem and Backstreet Boys and uh, fucking Macarena because that was the thing at the time. It was incredible. Hadn't happened in a long time because Diz's dad wasn't home. And so Diz's dad gets home and... And Jeff's heard all these things about these fires or whatever the fuck. And he's and he goes up, he's meeting Diz's dad, and he and he asks, he's like, he's like, Andrew, he's like, Andrew, we gotta have this fire. I've been hearing so much about this fire. And Andrew stops, turns around. This is, Andrew is a pol hundred percent Polish. He's straight Polish. And is is and is and if you don't so like I mean the like just think about pol like what you would envision like hard ass Polish like, guy. Like very like, like he might have killed some people like, at some like, point. Like, like Russian Polish. Like you know what I mean? Like uh like he like, he, he he might have actually killed some people. I think he might have, actually. Um so that's the kind of guy we're talking about. He stops, he's walking towards the house. Jeff's Jeff's already halfway up his ass, he's still taking luggage out the back of the car. He stops, he turns around, he said, I'm gonna let a fire up your ass. And that was it. <laughs> And he turned around and went back in the house, closed the door, and then days go by. And he finally, Travis finally, Diz convinces him. It's time. We're doing a fire. Like, okay. So night falls. Across the street from Diz's house is Brian's house. People yeah. watch my stream, Shitty Games Unslow, that Brian. They live across the street from each other since they were kids. Their, his, their moms were good friends. Diz's mom is over on the step front steps of Brian's house, cross the street, having a smoke with Brian's mom. They're chatting, doing the usual whatever the fuck. 
Andrew, for whatever reason, is left to handle, like, the seven children that are behind the house. Bad life choice. So it's like, they're sitting on the doorstep. There's a little bit of a street. The front of the house. We're at the back of the house. They can't see us. Diz's dad was in the sauce since about probably nine o'clock in the morning. He was fucking... He's hammered. Three sheets to the... And you gotta understand, it takes a substantial... Uh, amount of alcohol, hard alcohol, to get, get him drunk. <laughs> I mean, he's a sailor. Literally. He's literally a pull. This is a dude who jumped off a container ship and swam to shore to Canada and then yep. became uh, one of the top guys for container ship shipping companies. He was the owner of, like, top three of the country. This is the kind of man we're talking about. This is a made man. He was hammered. Uh, he's fucked. He comes up, we're in the backyard, and he comes out the basement door and up the stairs. He's got two things going on. One, in one hand, is a two-liter jug of, of some liquid in a, in a pop bottle. And in the other hand, he's got a lighter. We're like, okay. Boy, we don't know what the fuck's in the jug. He walks over to the fire pit, which was like an old oil can that had been cut out or whatever. Mm-hmm. And we had gathered, you know, all the whatever. They, and normally, you know, small stuff, some paper or whatever, fire starter shit. Andrew comes over, stumbles his ass mm-hmm. across the backyard. And it took him some time to get from one side of the yard to the other. And it was only about 20 feet. Gets over to the fire. Everyone, he didn't say a word. Everyone's dead silent watching him because he was so hammered. As it turns out, that two-liter jug is full of gasoline. <laughs> and he says, so he takes the jug and he starts dumping it all over the, the logs and the sticks and the whatever that's in this barrel. And then he, he turns around slowly and says, stand back. <laughs> and we were all like, all right. And so we all stand back, and he comes back with us, takes him another fucking while to walk across the yard. We're about 10 feet, 15 feet from this barrel. He puts down the lighter, tapes the lighter down to keep the flame going, mm. and throws it like it was a fucking Molotov <laughs> at the fucking barrel. And I shit you not, the shit was like a fucking pyre. A pyre of fucking fire. Like, it went over the house. It went over the house. <laughs> fucking Travis' mom and Brian's mom were like, what the fuck? The <laughs> oh, fucking house is on fire. It's oh, so- flames coming up from the back of the house. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, shit. It you sounded like it. a fucking bomb went off. Yeah, and he was whoo. Yeah, bomb did go off. And fire above the house, and they see this pyre appear from the back of, of Diz's house, and Teresa's just screaming, Andrew! And just <laughs> fucking runs over. Neighbors call the fire department. Yep. But Andrew's like, the fire department shows up. Andrew is pissed, drunk. We're all kids sitting around this, like, now toned down 10-foot-tall fire. Fire department shows up, says he's got to put it out. He was like, he was having an argument about how he soaked the trees with water <laughs> ahead of time so that they wouldn't catch fire. A fucking guy, dude. Good times. Anyway, the fu- they, they, they just put the fire out. Andrew lit another one like 10 minutes after they fucking left. And then later in that night, to cap this story off, 
And to end this on uh, on an incredible note, we've been listening to music, drinking pop, eating chips, the usual shit. Andrew's still hammered because he hasn't stopped drinking. Uh, drinking. At some point, Andrew stands up out of his lawn chair that he's laying in, to ju- and 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 walks over towards the fire pit. Stumbles a little bit to the left, about five feet left of the fucking fire pit, <laughs> and just, takes it. Just out. takes his dick out, just and takes his piss in front of like seven kids. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that shit. And that piss went on for like a minute and a half straight. That It was a fucking long piss. Oh, man. Now, he didn't expose himself for some shit. No, but it was no. just the thought that like he takes right. his dick out and, it's just, and it was like a minute and a half long piss. It was yeah. like 90 seconds. And it wasn't like, a, ooh, I have like a fucking like problem getting the, the, the dick going. This was a fucking, like, power piss. This uh, was a, you broke the seal, and there's, like, some back pressure built up, and it was, like, a minute and a half. Shit was crazy. And then he passed out on the lawn, and we, uh, and we, we continued the night, and that was the show. It's good times. It's a good time. It's good times. It's good times. Real good times. So there you go. Ladies and gentlemen. Uh, our childhood was fucking weird. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's not a tech golf podcast. <laughs> but it, it was, was fun. fun. It was a, it was a childhood. It was it fun. Was it was definitely it's definitely a childhood. Um, but uh, ladies and gentlemen, that's another technical podcast in the books. It's time for Jeff to go and have a meeting. It's time for me to go and have some dinner. We will see you guys next Thursday for their Tech Alpha podcast. Patreon.com slash like TV if you want to directly support this bad boy. Go on over to uh, YouTube, like it, give us a comment if you can, even if you're on uh, the RSS feeds, because we would appreciate it. It goes a long way. Uh, thank you for rating us on iTunes and otherwise, if you have the opportunity to do so. Keep spreading the word about the podcast if you think other people want to hear about old Polish drunk men taking pisses in front of small children. And until we see you next week, thank you once again for stopping by. We will see you guys then. And until we do, peace. Peace.